Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jonathan Doe, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. Everybody and welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your drug addicted dicks with conscience <laughs> all of their own, John. You're the half mat, <laughs> and uh, we're back uh, peddling smut and sucking butt. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know peddling smut. I keep trying to think of like ways to transition into the show. Yeah, because you know I have my intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome yeah. to Sick on Cinema. But I don't really have anything after that. I don't have any way to like get into the show. Huh. <laughs> it's a way to introduce us. That's all I have. I guess we could just talk. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, you don't like peddling smut and sucking butt? Um, not really. Fair enough. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the movies we're talking about are smut per se, except for when we do roughies. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> we cover. Shut the hell up! What is that? Is it like a update? Yeah, it's a Windows security thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're not used to having a computer in the vicinity of when we're recording this show. None. Usually it was you sitting across from me. Yeah. Now it's all kind of fancy shit here. I mean, it's fancy as... Uh, it's pretty fancy. Yeah. It's a gaming PC with two monitors and shit. We're balling out of control, bro. I mean, that, that in itself is kind of fancy, but this room ain't fancy. Well, I, no, I, I, don't have, I don't even have a damn carpet. I mean, you don't. It's wood. It's bad. It's not even hardwood. It's just wood. It's just wood. It's just planks of wood. <laughs> it's bad. Sheet wood. Sheet wood a word? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's been a long week, it's man. It's plywood, man. It's plywood. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been one of those weeks where it's like not bad, but not good. <laughs> it seems like there's just been a series of mis- mis- <laughs> no, unfortunate events. Yeah. <laughs> Let me snick it up in this yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> a series of unfortunate events. I actually like those books. Yeah. I never yeah. read a single one of them. Oh. <laughs> Well, damn, all right. <laughs> I, saw I, mean, I saw the movie with Jim Carrey. <laughs> the movie's fun. Was he CG in that movie? No, I'm thinking of something else. CG? Yeah. We talking about... Jim Carrey, was he CG in that movie? Was he like CG'd into it? Yeah. No. No. There was a movie where Jim Carrey was CG'd in, though, wasn't there? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> can't believe I'm bringing it up on this show, but 
Do you remember Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah, dude. They fuck- Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, dude. They fucking uh, took George Lopez and <laughs> Put like him in that like bowl thing. Yeah, that robot. It was terrible. That whole movie's terrible. It's fucking bad. I don't like any of like the Spy Kids movies either. No. Those was like a dark time for me and Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like after once upon a time in Mexico, it was like, oof, he did some rough shit. Yeah. Also, before we jump into things, uh, I do want to say a mis- uh, do a uh, talk about a mistake I mistake? made. Mistake? Oh. Uh, okay. Well, it's not a mistake I did on air. No. No, this is a mistake I did while prepping. Oh shit! Okay. Well, I talked to you about this a little bit. I decided after watching one of our movies today, Teeth. Teeth. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself the reverse of a palate cleanser. Oh, yeah. And I watched Night in Fog, <laughs> a 30-minute yeah. Holocaust documentary. Hell, yeah. And it was devastating. <laughs> How many pieces of cheese did you eat while watching it? Watching what? Night in Fog. None. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. On the cheese scale, it gets a zero. There's no cheese. There's no cheese involved with Night in Fog. <laughs> no. They should put that quote on the case. <laughs> Night in Fog. There's no cheese involved. That's terrible. <laughs> That movie is fucking brutal. We'll probably cover it on the pod eventually. Yep. Uh, let's give a big shout out before we get into listener questions. Yeah. To Jonathan Doe, Future Productions, as yes. Barf Bunny has been unleashed into the world. Yeah. So if you have not yet secured, uh, secured, secured your copy, go grab it. Yes. It is indeed sick on cinema approved. It sure is. Yes. So. And uh, also watched another work of his. I watched uh, Carving the Cadaver. Yes. Yeah, volume one. I haven't watched the other volumes just yet, but uh, Carving the Cadaver one's pretty damn cool. Yeah. I mean, if you're into the shockumentary type stuff where, uh, I mean, the whole thing is just a series of autopsies from around the world. And through the ages. Yep. Right? Because it gets newer as they go along, too. Yes. It's, I mean, it's an interesting look at what happens when you're dead. The human anatomy. Yep. 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 <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Not one bit. <laughs> not, not, not the movie. Yeah. I don't like it when you turn the tables on me. You've turned the tables mm, the wrong, wrong way. way. <laughs> Only like five people are going to get that. Yeah. They're going to love it, though. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Joe and Jeff Armour. They're going to be marking the hell out. But let's get to listeners' questions. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait to the week of the show, which we're a bi-weekly podcast, if you don't know. It'll be a nice little picture that says, we're taking questions. Yes. And you can ask in the comments there, and we will ask them. I ask them, we ain't ask shit. We'll answer them. Yeah. On to the pod. Either way you want to do it, through the Gmail or on the Instagram. Either or. But I will ask the listeners out there. A question: Is there what stuff would you want us to cover? Yeah, send us recommendations for films what, we need to cover. What style of movie do you like when we cover the most, and what kind do you like the least? Yeah, let us know. And I'm curious. I hope the least isn't documentaries because I love documentaries. But <laughs> this is gonna be definitely documentaries. Damn. Just kidding. So let's get these listener questions started because we got a fair number of them like we've gotten recently, and that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I think thank you all so much. Oh, absolutely, we got the best listeners ever. Yeah, it it's surreal, honestly, mm-hmm. because I mean, when we started this, I never even anticipated anyone to listen. Right. Yeah. So to have a listener base that's reaching out and talking to us, interacting. And, yeah, it's it's wild stuff. We're gonna start with Adrian. Adrian says, "Hi guys, greetings from Wales." 
If you could create your own movie iceberg, what film would you put on there and where? Also, just wanted to say I'm loving the show and keep up the good work. Adrian. Thank you, sir. Um, I don't know, like, the iceberg itself is oddly laid out. I'm not a fan of the iceberg format. I think we've talked about it a few times. Uh, quite a few. I'm I not it's a been fan. once every month. I think we've mentioned it. <laughs> but there is something to be said about that, that we still do get questions about icebergs and stuff yeah. like that. They're, they have captured people's imaginations. And I think it's really introduced a lot of people to our little... Niche. Yeah, our little niche, our little... <laughs> our little corner of the dark cave yeah, that is horror cinema. Our sick, twisted corner. Mm. But um, the thing is, I, I do think that the iceberg itself is flawed. Yes. But um, like, I think things should go down, something should come up. Yeah. So like for me, like if I was to make an iceberg, which I'm not a fan of the iceberg, I prefer tears. I, I remember at one point we were goofing around before we even... like. I think it was before we even started the podcast back up, I think, maybe. Possibly, yeah. We were uh, trying to do that, trying to make our own iceberg, and it was, uh, it took a long time to try to even get it somewhat formulated, and we kind of just gave up. <laughs> yeah, because the thing about it is, is like, these icebergs are always about obscurity, but not really. It's almost, it's sometimes it's about obscurity, sometimes it's about disturbing level, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Like so, for me, like if I was going to make a, a, a an iceberg, it would start with films that border on the disturbing, yeah, border on the extreme stuff like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, Hill uh, mm, Hills of Eyes, yeah, Hills of Eyes, yeah. sure, <laughs> we could throw Hills of Eyes in there, <laughs> stuff like that, House of Thousand Corpses, you know, movies that are not quite as transgressive aggressive as the other things, but at the same time do push boundaries, yeah. And then, like, your next lever, lever, good lord, I cannot talk to that, <laughs> lever. <laughs> your next level would be movies like I Spin a Grave, Last House on the Left, House yeah. on the Edge of the Park, and as it keeps going, they just get a little more extreme, a little more extreme, a little more extreme, until you get to the bottom, stuff like Solo, 120 Days of Sodom, August Underground Mortem, yeah. Serbian film, like, the most fucked up of the most fucked up. And, of course, like, if you're going to include some of the more real stuff, like, I would say some disturbing documentary stuff. Shockumentaries, Mondo, and I, I would say like some of the mixtape stuff, but I mean a lot of that stuff from the kind of just took from the internet. Yeah, I'm not a fan of adding mixtapes into the iceberg. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, the thing is, I've checked out. I've kind of skimmed through a lot of them. I mean, a lot of it's just like shock content mm -hmm. from the uh, internet. But I would say, I, I will say, is uh, it's definitely made me interested in the mixtape concept. Yeah. Which is something I'd... I mean, we've kind of seen. I mean, I've kind of seen anyway, but not until recently. Yeah. Like, I watched uh, a couple recently. I watched Everything is Terrible mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, The Horror Church, which are pretty fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's my ideal of an iceberg. Because, like, I, I get really frustrated with the icebergs, too, like, when, like... <laughs> the branches are like se uh, subjected or like segmented into like fucking genres. Yeah, it's like this genre is real death. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> but I thought it was by obscurity. Like, why did you segment it like that? Yeah. Um. But yeah, like definitely some of the stuff that was honestly like I think it was like solo, like not solo. Um, can't, uh, Serbian film was like the third level. Yeah, and I was like. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I know it's one of the more mainstream titles in the extreme world. Yeah. 
because it kind of went viral. I get so tired of people acting like it's not as extreme as it is. Yeah. It's actually not that bad. It's like, shut the fuck up. It it, it, it talks about some of the, one of the worst things imaginable. A couple of them. Yeah. Twice, there is definitely uh, insinuated child rape. <laughs> yeah, and it's fucking horrific. Yeah. I don't know. That, that, that gets up my nerves. <laughs> yeah. And... It's like, I mean, Solo is a fucking devastating movie. Yeah, right. You really like that word all of a sudden. Devastating? Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you wait, 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 you can call me out on the podcast like this for? You don't fight? <laughs> Not really. Put your mic down, put your hands up. <laughs> take your shirt off. Let's go. I take my shirt off. <laughs> so thank you, Adrian, for the question. <laughs> I hope we did a good job. I mean, I don't think you answered it at all, but... Oh, did I not? <laughs> no, you didn't say anything about the iceberg. You started talking about mixtapes. Oh, so... <laughs> it's all good. Well, I mean, mixtapes are on the iceberg, on the on the original one. Yeah, I don't think they should be. I don't think so, really, I just think either, the deeper but... it goes, the more fucked up it should go. Yeah. And that's how I'd lay it out, you know what I mean? And that's hard, because it's like, all right, well, how more fucked up is this movie than this movie? Um, I guess it's just by, like, the content within it. Like, yeah, Serbian film's fucked up, but so is, like, I don't know, Muzani. Yeah. But Muzani's not as disturbing as like a Serbian film. Or some, something like Compliance, I wouldn't say, is nearly as disturbing as some of the stuff they talk about in Muzani. Yeah, but it may be just as disturbing. Yeah. It may not be as extreme, but it may be just as disturbing. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just because it, it isn't graphic in nature doesn't mean it isn't extreme or disturbing. I feel like if we were to do one, so I can actually answer the question yes. <laughs> instead of being a dumbass, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we're the we're the worst. We are the worst podcast on the internet. <laughs> it's because I got so many holes in my brain. <laughs> I swear to God, Swiss cheese brain over here. That that that's awesome. Um, <laughs> it is either go either choose between obscurity and or disturbing level. I think it's the, uh, the those are the two ways of doing it. I think this one kind of just threw them all together. All together, yeah. So yeah, de- definitely f- probably disturbing. That's the easiest way of doing it. Yeah, probably. exactly. But probably hard as well as yeah, you said. For sure. Um, so thank you, Adrian, for the question. We always appreciate you, especially listening to us from Wales. Yeah. It's That's insane. Across crazy. the pond. Yeah. Can't throw a rock there. <laughs> Damn. I, I don't know what that means, but let's move on. Uh, <laughs> whew, I'm going to have a hard time with this uh, username here. Oh, God. All right, here we go. UXSX only. Okay. Yes. Which they run a really cool web store that uh, features underground horror. Oh, cool. You can get, like, Patrick Fronty's films there, Gornography, all kinds of other uh, obscure horror titles. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yes. They ask, do you like all the extreme horror flicks that you watch? <laughs> no beating around the bush, either. Tell it like it is. They want us to uh, shoot hard. <laughs> in wrestling terminology. <laughs> as if some people probably are probably just tuned off because we still have more wrestling t- Oh, we got a wrestling question coming up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, Shoot hard on extreme cinema, Matt. Not every movie in this hell no <laughs> subgenre is good. But that's the case for every subgenre. Exactly. There are some fucking terrible horror oh films. Oh my god, yeah. You know, if you like, if someone sits there and says, "Oh man, I just love extreme cinema," doesn't matter what it is, they're fucking lying. Yeah, there's some really bad shit. I mean, I don't know if we should we get into like stuff we don't like. Oh God, Erotophotophiliac. Almost Ooh. come out and say it. Gross Productions. I love Sam Hell to death. Yeah, we have a question about Sam Hell coming up. 
and I'm a huge fan of the guy's work. This wasn't him, though. This was Shane Ryan, the guy who did the amateur porn star killers films, which is also more films I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not like a rotophonophiliac at all. Uh, <laughs> House of Flesh mannequins was okay. Yeah. Um, Deep Web XXX was a hunk of fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that goddamn movie. I uh, oh god, oh no, what's happening in my brain? A Traws. I oh yeah, fu- I fucking hate a Traws. <laughs> I've Fucking do not like Angels Melancholy really at all. Yeah, I, I appreciate Angels Melancholy, but I don't know if I like it. I I don't even know if I appreciate it really. <laughs> to be honest with you, I hate um fucking hotel movies. <laughs> there's a lot of them too. Like there's like this like growing trend in horror, independent horror especially, where like they'll just go to a fucking hotel room and just film things. And I'm like, yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's probably pretty easy to do. Oh, I'm sure it is. Probably cheap and easier than trying to scout locations, but it's just like, put a little more effort into it. Yeah. And it'll be a better movie. That's my thing, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I mean, there's tons of movies in the extreme genre that are, you know, I would consider masterpieces. For sure. And there's stuff that I would say that is just fucking terrible. Ass. Yeah. So. Ass. So yeah, not everything in the extreme genre is good. No, but that's the case for every genre in cinema. In exactly, general. horror the same way. I mean, god damn, how many bad horror movies have you seen? Oh, Countless. Countless. <laughs> Countless bad horror movies. Like for every good one, you, you find a bad one too. What I'll say is, for the extreme genre, much like foreign cinema, a lot of times we only get to see the ones that are good because that's yeah. the ones that get put out. Yeah. So there's a smaller section of bad extreme cinema than there is bad horror because there's so much more yeah. horror. Because we are a, a branch on a massive tree yeah. that is the uh, So, horror. you know, at times yeah. it may seem as though, you know, extreme horror fans just like everything. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's such a smaller selection Yeah. than it is horror in general. I do think there's a lot of stuff that is trash. Some, some trash. Some trash. They're definitely trash. There's always trash. But again, as as we as I state as I stated and you've stated, there's some amazing shit here mm-hmm. too. And even by like, even though we don't like, okay, I didn't like Deep Web XXX. Yeah. I didn't love House of Flesh Mannequins. I thought Torment was really good. Yeah. You know, I thought Red Crocodile was really good. Yeah. So that director still has, has made stuff I like. Yeah. Same thing with like, okay, I didn't like Rotophonophiliac, but I loved Love Dump and Green Hell. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, I recently watched Love Dump. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I watched Vania as well, which you have not seen yet. But let's save that because we have a question yep. coming up. <laughs> so thank you, UXSX <laughs> only. Go check out their shop. They got some really cool shit. Really, really cool shit. Next up, we have the Cinema Trash Man. Cinema Trash Man. Trash Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> the Trash Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, Cinema Trash Man's question is not really a question. Okay. But I just want to say I really enjoy the show. Keep it up, dudes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. We're glad we're not just speaking out into the open air. Yeah. Which out if, into it, the fe- that, it felt like that for a <laughs> oh while. Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole first run of this podcast, it felt like we were just like... <laughs> <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if you fart in the woods, did it really happen? <laughs> That's the equivalent of this podcast, farting in the woods. That's so, so awesome. Thank you, Cinema Trash Man, very, very much. <laughs> Next up, we have Spooky Celluloid. What's up? Spooky, scary celluloid. <laughs> Not the same as cellulite. <laughs> no. I got spooky, scary cellulite. 
<laughs> Isn't celluloid a film? Oh, okay. Celluloid is film. Yeah, cellulite is fat. Ah, cellulite is fat. Yes. That's why I said I, I had spooky scary cellulite. Well, c- cellulite is is spooky because it can take your life. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Valid. That is the true terror. That's real horror. That's why I need to get rid of it. <laughs> so spooky celluloid, who probably did not expect that conversation, <laughs> asked if there is a film that you're ashamed to enjoy. For example, I really enjoyed Sam Hale's Love Dump. Yeah. And nobody in my personal life will ever know. <laughs> you know. Spread um, the love. Yeah. I mean, maybe it'd be harder to explain, Love Dump. I, I, but is it any harder to explain than High Tension? Because, um, you know. Oh, that's another movie I, I'm not, I don't really like. High Tension? Yeah. Oh, I love High Tension up until the ending. The ending ruins everything. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, it, I think it's probably easy. fucking in that movie. It's true. I think it's probably... I'm just more, playing spooky stuff, but <laughs> It's probably easier to explain probably something like Love Dump than s- something else Sam Hell has done, like Blue Android. Yeah. Blue Android's a little harder to explain. Blue Android's just literally harder to explain. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean... <laughs> It'd probably be hard to explain something like The Great Elephant to someone who does not oh, yeah. <laughs> know what we do. But is there a film that you're ashamed that you enjoy? I, I think probably a while back, I would probably be more inclined to be like, oh, I'm ashamed that I like this. Yeah. But I think now it's kind of just like... I, I, seeing the the community and seeing how many people out here like you know shit that I like, it mm-hmm. makes me feel a little less. But... I'll say out of something I've watched recently that I'm pro- probably pretty ashamed that I enjoyed was probably Uncle Goddamn. Uncle Goddamn. Traces of Death. It Traces of Death. I mean, I've spent a lot of money on that. <laughs> and uh, I hope what I saw on Reddit earlier wasn't true. Oh, no. There's been apparently been talks about a reissue. Oh. Well. Which makes me want to throw myself from a building. Suck on the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> become a become a segment in Traces of Death. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know my like I'll just end up in like MD Pope. <laughs> Plague Moth like, this is bad. <laughs> this is really bad. But yeah, uh, you know, it's funny because it's like I get where Spooky Silly is coming from because like when I try to explain to people what my podcast is about, yeah. there is a level of not shame, but just like I really don't want to get into this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I cover movies about rape and murder and, you know. Terrible things. Horrible shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I guess if I had to like pinpoint a movie, it'd be something like Forced Entry yeah. or Water Power. Because I genuinely like Water Power. Yeah. But, I mean, it is a movie about a guy who goes around giving people enemas. Which is wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I'll tell you one I just got in that's not extreme at all, but the fact I enjoyed, I should be ashamed. <laughs> the Double <laughs> Dragon movie. <laughs> that movie's fucking horrible. I'll tell you something that I own that I'm far more ashamed of owning then the Traces of Death set, Uncle Goddamn, or any fucking documentary I'll ever buy. Yeah. Fucking The Pest. The Pest. I mean, but I don't are, enjoy The Pest. It's fucking shit. You should be ashamed that you fact you like, you like uh, fucking nothing but trouble as much as you do. I love that movie. It's I know fun. You do. <laughs> movie's fun as hell. Um, what about Scarecrow Slayer? <laughs> I wish I didn't own that. That was given to me by you, I'm pretty sure. No, you keep saying this. I definitely did not own I that movie. I remember you giving it to me. I did not own that movie ever. 
I don't know the fucking lies you're spreading on this podcast right now, but I never. I, I am never not did. lying. You are lying. It was I not definitely not, not me. Uh, I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you think of anything else you're ashamed of liking? I mean, I just don't feel a lot of shame when it comes to my taste in cinema, because like. Bleeding Skull really summed it up perfectly for me. Yeah. There is no such thing as a so bad as good movie. If you enjoy it, it's good. Exactly. So you shouldn't feel ashamed of it. Maybe you don't want to explain the plot to somebody. Yeah. That's fair enough. You know, I don't really want to explain to somebody the plot of Solid 120 Dead Sodom when I tell them I like it. <laughs> that shit's in the Criterion Collection. Yeah, it is in the Criterion Collection. Um, I don't want to explain water power to somebody. Oh my god, you just remind me of the review I saw on Letterboxd for Solo. It's fucking brilliant. What was it? You sent it to me, but I can't remember it. It was like, it was like pa- Pasolini. Fascism is when they eat the poo poo. <laughs> and then it said me based, based. five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Best review I've ever seen. I guess a good way to like look at this question too is like, okay, a friend that you just met. Yeah. Or maybe a significant other uh, possible. That's one thing that does frighten me. Yeah. It's me like. Like I, I, I had this scenario kind of play in my mind one day. It was like, oh, I have, I have a movie collection and stuff. Maybe we can watch something. It's like, oh, what about this? I'm like, no, 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 not that one. So like, maybe that is it. Maybe it's not as like, oh, just talking to some person that you're ashamed of it. Someone like that, like a friend you just met, maybe a girl you're interested in, uh, yeah. comes into your room and starts looking through your collection. What movie do you not want them to see the most? What do I not want them to see the most? Uncle Goddamn's up there. Uncle Goddamn? It, so I think you can pass it off as like, well, it's kind of like a jackass kind of thing. I those two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like jackass. For me, it's even a movie I don't like that much. Yeah. Farmer's Daughter. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let's uh, let's ignore that. <sighs> Intrusion. Oh, Lord. Um, look at my collection. Water power. Here. It's the water porn. Power. It's the porn yeah. I would want them to not look at the most. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, please don't look at that. Nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> what's but, the real or cruel picture? Nope, 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 nope. No, don't do that. <laughs> hey, what's Angel's Melancholy? Oh, no! no! <laughs> Get away from it. It's cursed. What's Street Fighter the movie? Oh! <laughs> Fire the movie. What's <laughs> Velocipaster? <laughs> nope. The Amazing Bulk? <laughs> no! <laughs> Why would you do it? Why are you doing this to me? Alien Beast? <laughs> no! <laughs> Not that one. That's over. You show a girl Alien Beast, <laughs> it's done, son. The you relationship like, is over. There ain't even, you, you don't even get a chance to have a relationship. <laughs> she forgets she even knows you. Like, she immediately forgets your name. <laughs> like, she's sitting next to you, she sees Alien Beast, done. Ugh. Don't remember nothing. <laughs> Hon- like honestly, like the book, my book collection too is a bit. See, I disagree with that in a yeah. way because like true crime is so popular right now. <sighs> I know, but there's so- memes all the time of white girls on Facebook being like, "When he sees your true crime collection," <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. like I mean, they're not you know. No judgment made. If you're into that shit, you're into that shit. We're both into that shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it's mainstream now. <laughs> yeah. I- I mean, I feel like there's some things I own that are pretty fucking weird. Like, I like when I when I bought one of these books from uh, like thrift books or something like that because that's one of the best places I could have got it at for a half decent price. Anyway, I got a strange ass fucking pamphlet for like spiritual shit, I know, and I was awesome. like, I, uh, "Why did why was I given this? Yeah, right. Why didn't I just throw it away? Why is it still on my bookshelf?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I was a uh, 
a non, uh, I don't know how you even put it, extreme cinema fan. Yeah. Or even just a horror fan. Yeah. And I walked into your room. I would immediately be like, what the fuck is this Traces of Death thing? Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be the first thing to pop out to me. Right now, I'm not at the point where I'm going to say I'm ashamed of owning it. Nah, Because I just no, bought it's, it. It's cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that thing. It's really cool. Yeah. But it's one of those things, like, we talked about this, the collector's mentality, where you buy it, it's like, man, that's really cool. At this it point, just sits there. At this point, yeah. At this point in my life, I think I'm more ashamed of my Full Metal Alchemist collection than I am my porns. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's harder to explain. Honestly, right now, it's just the clutter in my room. It's probably the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> my wrestling DVDs. Oh, my God. Like, do not look at my best of Chase Owens. <laughs> It's not even his best matches. Not even close. <laughs> no. no. It's like I have like my bottom rack here that's buried on this shelf. I've got like a ton of fucking wrestling DVDs that are like <laughs> worthless. Or all my PWG DVDs that have fucking so many canceled people on Oh, it. God. You can't even watch them fucking enjoy them anymore because it's just like, God damn, there's another rapist. Yeah. <laughs> there's another sex offender. Yeah. For the people who are not in tune to wrestling, there was a whole fucking thing. Yeah. That was real bad. But uh, thank you, Spooky Celluloid, for the question. It was fun. It was yes. a fun answer. Hang on. I'm going to burp. No, wait, it went away. Never mind. Wait. Mm. There it is. Gross. <laughs> Sell that on eBay or whatever you say. <laughs> That's cold raven. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say just fuck that guy, but, you know. Shoot hard on cold raven. He's edgy for the sake of minute. Yeah. But people could say the same thing about our podcast. I don't think so. I don't think we're overly edgy. Nah, we're dumb. We are that that we are. Oh, we're, we're dumb. dumb. Oh, we're dumb. Oh, I just thought of something too. Like, oh my god, I have John Carpenter's autograph on the shittiest <laughs> Michael Myers mask. <laughs> you do, and it's great. <laughs> Man, I wish it was a better mask. See, I wish I had more. I had less shame about things that I like that aren't horror. Yeah. Because, like, it's not the horror stuff in my brain that, like, is the stuff I'm ashamed of. Like, I'd be ashamed of, like, I got this massive Super Smash Brothers poster that hangs <laughs> above my bed. I've got a poster of a movie over here I haven't even seen. My Bumblebee. It's a good yeah, movie. I also had that it. terrible creepypasta poster. I was, you guys give that to me. You're a kid. Yeah. And there's some cool shit on it. Slenderman's yeah. cool. Ben Drown's cool. Smile Dog is cool. We ignore the rest. Yeah, Jeff Keller fucking sucks ass. I hate that story. Was that Eyeless Jack? Is it? Isle as fuck. I don't remember that fucker's name. What's the little girl? Fuck, I don't remember. Fuck off, S- whatever. Like Sally, someone Sally. shit like that. Sally! Is it Sally? <laughs> Thank you, Spooky Celluloid, for the question. Thank you. Next up, we have Rural Death. Rural Death. <laughs> That's an amazing name. It is great. I think we say that every week. But What approach would you use to explain to someone adverse to extreme cinema that it has legitimacy as an art form. Ooh. How do you explain extreme cinema to somebody who does not like it or doesn't understand it? I mean, oh, man. I mean, I mean it, as someone who loves this stuff, it's kind of hard because some people are just not going to get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound like a, uh, a gatekeeper. Either. I'm the opposite of that. I yeah. want people to come in here and enjoy this shit if they want to of mm-hmm. course but um th- there's a lot of artistic merit to a lot of this stuff and of course there's some stuff that there isn't yeah i mean but like sometimes it doesn't really necessarily matter per se 
to quote something that I actually think is kind of lame, okay. but works for this perfectly. Uh, when when Rob Zombie was making Devil's Rejects, yeah, and they were doing the hotel scene, the infamous hotel scene, yeah, Bill Mosley was struggling, struggling with the content, having a hard time dealing with how fucked up it was, yeah, and he was like, Rob, man, I just don't, you know, this is just it's rough, you know, I'm having a hard time getting into this, and Rob Zombie looked at Bill Mosley and said, Bill, sometimes art isn't safe. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to explain extreme cinema because at the end of the day, and of course, not every extreme film ever is art, but like, it's all about emotion. It's about chasing a certain feeling. When I was a when I was a young man, yeah. I rented Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the local video store, put it in, and was fucking mortified. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrified. I was not fucking ready for this movie. Yeah, like I had just finally gotten into horror. You know, my my end was Creep Show. Yep, and after that, I fucking went ape shit. Mm-hmm. Written everything I could, especially George Romero stuff. But I found Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and like from the beginning with the and the rotten corpse on the tombstone, yeah. to the fucking hitchhiker, to fucking the girl on the hook, yeah, to the fucking hammer scene, <laughs> and then when it got to Grandpa, and Grandpa was <laughs> sucking on her finger and coming alive and doing a little baby dance thing. <laughs> God damn, I wasn't ready. Like I was fucking like it blew me away. I was like, oh my fuck. Yeah. And basically, the rest of my life, I'm chasing that now. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing with Extreme. It's like, forever you want to find that movie that makes you afraid, like that first movie that scared you did. Yeah. Or something as funny as the funniest comedy you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Or something that made you cry. You know, like, you're always chasing that emotion. Yeah. That's Extreme Cinema. It's just a different emotion. It's that feeling of wanting to feel disturbed. Yeah. Wanting to have your boundaries pushed. Wanting to feel like, fuck... You know, that deep-seating, like, fucking shittiness. <laughs> yeah. That, like, looking for the next movie that makes you want to go take a shower immediately Exactly. Afterwards. That's the same thing as anything else, as any other genre. It's yeah. all about emotion. Each genre, it fucking ignites a certain emotion with inside you. Yeah. And you're looking for the next movie that does it more or less. Exactly. You know? And, and again... Um, and you either like that feeling or you don't. You know? Not everybody wants that feeling of, you know... That that it's hard to explain. It's hard to like. It's not just like saying like, "Oh, it disturbed you." Is so basic. Yeah, it's a feeling of like jaw open, fucking staring blankly into the despair. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that feeling of like like when I saw Mortem for the first time, where I just like questioned, yeah, if I should have watched that. I remember the first time I saw Mortem, I literally went and took a shower afterwards because mm-hmm. I was like. Like, like literally, yeah. I was like, "This is fucking." Or seeing Solo for the first time and questioning humanity, yeah. Or like questioning my own morality for Cannibal Holocaust. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're always looking for that next, and that's not a feeling for everybody. No, some people are going to be into that, and some people aren't. I think a lot more people are into it more than they think they are. Oh yeah, I mean, as we, as we talked about with true crime, true crime, exactly. I mean, when it comes to true crime stories, like of course you, you want to know some of the reasons why yeah, they do the stuff sure. they do, but. You also want the fucked up details. You, you want to know what they did. Everybody's lying if they don't want to know what they did. Yeah. If you listen to a podcast or watch a documentary or a TV show or anything about John Wayne Gacy and they do not get into his crimes, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And because you want that feeling, that you, like holy shit feeling that you can't believe what you're hearing. Yeah. And, and why do people like the killers that are even more infamous and even more fucked up than some of the other ones? Why is Dahmer more popular than, say, Egin? Egin's popular, but he's not as popular as Dahmer. Yeah. You know why? Because Dahmer fucking drilled holes in people's brains and put hot water in it to try to make fuck zombies. <laughs> yeah. 
that detail fucks with people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sticks with you, and they love it. <laughs> yeah, they and they crave more. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's very much what the same thing with, uh, with, with extreme cinema. I, I think you nailed it. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's chasing the dragon. It is chasing the dragon, and I think that's for horror fans too. Yeah, we're all as horror fans, we're all looking for that movie that scared us the most and trying to find it again. You know what I mean? Or something that equals it, or can somehow go further. Like, for me, I saw Texas Chainsaw and Evil Dead back-to-back. Yeah. And those two movies scared the fucking shit out of me as a kid. And I have never found a movie that has scared me as much as those two. But I'm still looking. Uh, I mean, probably the last movie to legit, like, scare me, except for, like, jump scares or just having that that creepy feeling down your spine during certain scenes in movies is uh, probably Intrusion. That was the last one to really, really bother me. And, you know, like... These kind of movies or that feeling seeps into the mainstream every once in a while, but people don't realize it. Yeah, because it's done in such a highbrow way that it doesn't feel like a CD exploitation film. Yeah, like like a Last House on the Left or I Spin Your Grave, but they capture that same like, oh shit, yeah. emotion. I'm thinking like Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary is so fucked up. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but a lot of people were including Midsummer in the conversation now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you know these were, these were movies that played wide. Yeah. Releases, you know what I mean, and like we went and seen Hereditary live. The fucking spoiler alert: the scene with the head. Yeah, you could feel the air suck out of the room. The grief in that scene made me almost walk out. It it <laughs> it's what I would imagine like back in the day going to see I Spin Your Grave would have been like. Oh yeah, like when that rape scene first started happening, the feeling of air just sucking out of the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, an, an almost deflation in the crowd where they're just stunned, silent. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, I mean, I, we're, we're all chasing that in one way or the other, I would say. And also, oh, I want to say one thing, too, is if y- you shit on extreme cinema and you love Terrifier, you can get fucked. You can get fucked, because <laughs> it's pretty extreme. Yeah, Terrifier is definitely a movie in the conversation, mm-hmm. over on uh, in the extreme world. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It's a highly, uh, it has a highly misogynistic character in it yeah and a lot of slashers are misogynistic yeah you know they're just not as mean-spirited as a fucking i don't know cannibal yeah <laughs> or a martin dora movie or a fred vogel film you know yeah pascal pasolini <laughs> they eat the poo-poo he's the poo-poo and that's fascism, fascism. <laughs> that's fa- fascism with the eat the poo-poo based <laughs> based five stars brilliant review. what a fucking review that's amazing i wish i was on that guy's level oh. mentally that was fucking hilarious. I saw that at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I nearly fucking died. Amazing. He watches Rick and Morty. You know it. <laughs> His IQ is fucked. We watch Rick and Morty. Shut up. I was playing around. <laughs> Thank you, Rule Death, for the question. Hopefully we answered it to the best of our abilities. Yes. That appeases what you wanted to hear. Or maybe you didn't give a shit. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you anyways, Rule Death. Thank you. <laughs> You're awesome. Josh. Joshua Fat Attack. <laughs> Love that name. Now that I've learned how to say it. <laughs> uh, he's fucking awesome. We love Josh. He's great. Yeah, thank you. He always supports us. Thank you so much Couldn't, for all that. Yeah, thank you much. Couldn't thank you enough. His question is, what are y'all's favorite release from Sam Hell? Uh, I mean, you just watched another one. Yes, I Cut Your Flesh. I have not that watched it yet. That might be my favorite Sam Hell film right now. Yeah. I just thought that was super well done. 
a great fucking look into a uh, subculture that I didn't know a whole lot about. Yeah. Knew a little bit about, you know, the extreme BDSM, blood play. Type stuff, yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't overly familiar with it. I'd say mine, as of right now, of what I've seen, so far I've seen Vania, uh, Blue Android, and Love Dump. Love Dump. I love that name. Love Dump. Love Dump. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it comes from a uh, Static X song. Static X? Yeah. There's a song called Love Dump. Ah, you bushing. My- <laughs> I, I kind of like Static X. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> the Wisconsin Death Trip rules. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Rest in peace, Wayne Static. Yeah. It's fucking sad. Very sad. Same um, talented dude. But I'm probably going to go Love Dump right Love now. Love Dump is I'm, fucking great, yeah. It's crazy good. Yeah, I think I Cut Your Flesh is my favorite, but like, if you want a good like spread yeah, and a good fucking like uh, sample platter, if you will. Yeah. I think sample, by the way, was that word I couldn't think of the other day when we were talking about like when people do like surveys and shit like that. A oh. sample group. Oh, yeah. For weeks I've been thinking control about... Control group. Control group, yeah. Sample yeah. group, you know what I mean? If you want a good sample of what Sam Hell is capable of, I would recommend Love Dump, yeah. Green Hell, Blue Android, and I Cut Your Flesh. Yeah. I think those four films kind of show Sam Hell's work. You and, know what I mean? And you also... Get, huh? You got Green Hell, which is like a roughie. Yeah. Like a straight roughie. Yeah, Love Dump, which is kind of like an artistic take on a serial killer film. Yeah. With a nice twist. Yeah. Uh, Blue Android is a surrealistic body horror film. Mm-hmm. And I Cut Your Flesh is a really interesting documentary. Also, he uh, is releasing more stuff as we speak. As Two we speak. movies. Yeah. Sadistic, was it Sadistic Rots? Uh, Satanic oh, three. Rot- yeah, Satanic Rots of Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, Flesh Eater X. And uh, Let's Go to the Morgue. Yeah. So. Go check that shit out. Yeah, Sam Hell, Baroque House, Gross Production, yep. Gross Video Productions, and you might want to pick up on some of the stuff that he has available because it does go out of print fast. It, yeah, fast. Uh, and who knows if it'll ever be released again? He's moving into Club Disgust more. That's yeah. his next branch. I think Sadistic Pleasures was the first film. Yeah, under the Club Disgust banner. So Broke House is probably kind of coming to an end. Yeah, because he had what Molly Wash before he started Baroque. Yeah. And then he moved into Broke, and then Gross Video, and then uh, uh, now Club Disgust. Yeah, he likes to mix it up. Yeah, you know. And I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that a Broke House is done. Yeah, I would say this is a probably temporary thing. Moving so on, he can express more artistic avenues. Yeah, moving, trying just trying different avenues, like you said, because like I, I'm pretty sure he said that. Flesh Eater X is going to be kind of his last yeah. foray into a more erotic, yeah, pornographic style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, and let's all go the morgue is going to be more of a gore film. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what, how he tackles like a gore film mm-hmm. opposed to something very sexual, which is what we're used to with Sam Hale. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see. I recommend his stuff. I think he's very interesting. He's one of the most interesting guys in the underground right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yes, thank you, Joshua Fat Attack. Josh, go if you haven't bought those movies, go buy them. Oh yeah, especially I cut your flesh. Yeah, I cut your flesh and love dump. I never thought I was ever gonna get it. I cut your flesh because it was out of print. Yeah, and then he re-released it. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, on Blu-ray, so I buy everything. Same hell, regardless if it seems like a movie I'd like it or not. Yeah, because I know it's gonna be gone. I wish we knew about him sooner. Yeah, I do too. Pick up the rest. Of I'm glad stuff. we got in with love dump. Oh yeah, because I'm glad we got love dump. Yeah, because it's really, really good. I, think I do it's... wish I got the Blood, Crud, and Side trilogy. Yeah. Out, which is what that spit, fluid fields, and sea of blood. I think so. Is it fluid fields? Is this uh, the Blood, Crud? I don't know if fluid fields is. Then what's the third movie in that series, then? 
I, remember, I don't remember. Thunder I know Dad. spit and sea of blood. Yeah, but I can't remember what the other one is. Hopefully that does come out from Unearthed. That's been the rumor, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we know Sam Hale is working with uh, Unearthed a bit, so yep. yeah. Uh, next up, the People's Mikey. Oh yeah, he says, "Howdy, my dudes." <laughs> It's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Wednesday. Is that still popular? Does people still know about that guy? Uh, I, I, I would assume. I love that dude. He's so funny. <laughs> Got the Spider-Man suit. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> so, are there any modern slashers that you see who are on the level of Michael Myers, Leatherface, etc.? We'll do that question first because then he has a question that's going to get into a topic I think a lot of people are going to tune out for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, let's talk horror first. All right. Is there anybody on the level of Michael Myers and Leatherface? And I would say he's not on the level, nor yeah. do I know if they ever will be. I think like characters such as Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Ghostface, they're all so uh, Chucky. Chucky. They're all so like, legendary at this point yeah. now. that I've, it, It's hard to ever imagine someone being on that level. But, I mean, one I'll say is probably Art the Clown. Art the Clown. I agree with that. Because, like, we were watching uh, <laughs> some wrestling here. Yeah. Dan Housen. Yeah, Dan Housen. He, he's a uh, character who, he's kind of like an old school horror host. Yeah. Spooky guy. Really funny character. Yeah. Uh, on the indie wrestling scene, sign of Ring of Honor. And he was going to this uh, record store. Mm-hmm. This toy shop, I guess, is more of than a record store. It had records, but it's more of a toy shop. Yeah, it had a bunch of stuff. And it had... Tons of Art the Clown stuff. Yeah, Art the Clown was everywhere. Everywhere, it's so crazy because like you can go to like FYE and find Art the Clown stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess Art the Clown is definitely one of the ones to transcend that. And before Art, I would say Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. I mean, Jigsaw was the last like big one before Art kind of blew up. Yeah, um, but they keep trying. Like Happy Death Day, they wanted that guy to be popular, but I just don't think those movies were good enough to. <laughs> no. Um. I do feel like if certain films would have picked up on a character more, yeah, you probably could have gotten that. But you could think of guys like Harry Warden, yeah, Harry Warden, uh, Madman Mars, yeah, Cropsy, Cropsy, yeah. Uh, who else? The guy from The Prowler, because I know you love The Prowler. I do not like The Prowler at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're gonna piss a lot of people off saying that. I'm sorry, I don't like it because <laughs> people love The Prowler. I, I don't like it. You don't like it at all. No. If we were on the air, you would be shitting all over the Prowler right now. I fucking hate the Prowler. I know you do. <laughs> so there, there you go. I'm sorry. I was trying to think of other like one-off characters that were really good. <sighs> Something like uh, Chrome Skull. Chrome Skull. You know, he could have been. Does the Firefly family count? Sure. Especially uh, fucking Captain Spaulding. I would say they definitely transcended over. Yeah. You know, Chrome Skull I thought was going to be something big. Yeah. Because I thought he had a cool look and it was unique. It was different. Mm-hmm. You know, but it just instead of like a jumpsuit or a mutoided man, who yeah. Fucking, shout out to mutoid man, mutoid man, <laughs> the great band, great band. Uh, he was more of like uh, you know, he had like a like a fucking trench coat and like a, almost like an assassin. He was like a, a hitman for hire, yeah. Almost. Yeah, and it was that. I thought that was really cool, you know. Or uh, what was it, baby? Dollface, dollface, yeah. From Hills Run Red, I thought he had a lot of potential. They j- they just don't pick up on it. Yeah, but art blew the fuck up. Yeah. Pennywise, the new Pennywise, mm. is definitely one of those for sure. Oh, yeah. i tell you who I want to blow up. Who's that? Arthur Grinshaw. <laughs> Arthur Grinshaw. <laughs> Fucking Lucky Serretti. Uh, is that his yes. name? Serretti. Yes. You'll have, you'll Lucky, have to. I think it's Lucky Serretti. Dead Vision Productions. We yeah. watched it the other night. Freak. 
It's good slasher. So good. Good slasher. Yeah. I, you know, Victor Crowley, that's another Victor, one. Yeah. But Victor didn't really blow up. Nope. You know. I, I don't he, like Hatchet. I do. I know you do. I like that's Hatchet. Fine. What was it we watched, though? Not Dead Pit. We're like, oh, if, oh it was people like, if you didn't like Lay to Rest, but you liked Hatchet, you're dumb or something like yeah. that. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Wes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I would say as far as, like, yeah. you know, those icons of horror. They come every once in a while. You just don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, like, I didn't see Art the Clown blowing up like that. Hell no, I didn't. Like, when I watched Terrifier... Yeah. The thing is, Art was blowing up before Terrifier a little bit. Like, All Hallows Eve, like, people were kind of like... Not me... I guess it's a meme, even if it's not funny. Yeah. Using that clown art, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, scary memes. Yeah. Before Terrifier even came out. Yeah. Uh, Another... some, Some more killers in films that I would like to see become mainstays in the genre would be like the the three characters from the barn. Oh yeah, that would have been They're awesome. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I love the barn. And it, sometimes sometimes it's not even a series of movies. No. Like Sam from Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. One movie. One movie it's all icon. Yep. There's a lady that comes to my work who has Sam tattooed on her. Yeah. And that's my work. In Tennessee. It's a little shit town in Tennessee. You know? It's, it's wild. It is wild. I wanna see someone like I want to see someone have Ginger Dead Man tattooed on <laughs> oh them. Oh my god. Ginger Dead Man 2, Passion of the Crust. <laughs> I own three of those movies. There's only three, I think. No, 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 there's more. Is there more now? There's Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. Oh, damn. Crossover. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. I was trying to think of anything else. Is there anything? Uh, what about the Daily Spawn? <laughs> I love the Daily Spawn. It was never, that would never catch on. Oh. No. Unfortunately, no, um, not beast, and they fucks. Not beast should have caught on. Not beast, <laughs> an alien, a a damn alien serial killer, in a fucking suit, and it's not just a suit, a goddamn tracksuit, a tracksuit, fucking members only tracksuit. <laughs> should have picked on. Should have picked on. But you know, Don Dollar baby, <laughs> Don Dollar's an icon. He is an icon, master of horror. <laughs> Let's run it back. Run it back, baby. <laughs> Don Dollar. So the people, Mikey's second question. Okay. And what people are probably going to want to fast forward through. That's why yeah. we split it up. And if I can throw in some wrestling question. Okay. What are, what, what, I can't read. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on the whole WWE release and oh Nick Khan? God. Like I know every year the WWE releases at least 10 talents, mostly Mick Carter's. But some of these releases have been surprising. Looking forward to this week's episode about killer penises and vaginas. Cheers. Well, I'm going to say it off the bat so we can uh, kind of combine the worlds of horror and wrestling a bit is is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Bray Wyatt, in his tenure in WWE, was able to take those two aesthetics and bring them together perfectly. Yeah. One of the best characters since, like, Undertaker in Undertaker the horror and type. Yeah, and Undertaker and Kane. And they just fucking ruined everything he could have done. Like, not since, like, Embrace the Hate Kane. Yeah. Was there a character who, like, did spooky well? Because mm-hmm. I think of, like, Boogeyman. Yeah. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> what else was there? I like Boogeyman's look. Boogeyman's look was cool, but yeah. the character sucked. Um, Mordecai. Mordecai sucked. sucked. Uh, fucking Kevin Thorne as the vampire sucked. Same guy. Same guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, God. The fucking zombie from ECW sucked. Terrible ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's a couple others, too. Greg Colley's title run. 
That, that was, was terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, we've been talking about it a lot. Like, why are they releasing so many people? Because, like, you know, like People's Mikey said, it's normally like 10 Mick Carters that you kind of yeah. see coming. But they got rid of, like... Like, last year, around 2020, the beginning of 2020, like, Zack Ryder, Heath Slater. Yeah. Like, they were kind of surprising, but not, like, shocking. I think the most shocking one was probably Miro. Miro, the Bruce good brothers, and, yeah. yeah. But, like, Braun Strowman? He was just in title picture. Bray Wyatt? Again, Bray Wyatt was one of the top, like, merch sellers. Tommy End? Yeah, yeah another guy who crossed the, crossed the door. Or Aleister Black. Yeah, Aleister Black, yeah. And then here recently, the NXT cuts with, like, Bronson oh Reed. No, it's like Alex Zane. Alex, Alex Zane. Zane, he was known there as Ari uh, Sterling. <laughs> Terrible fucking name. Terrible. But he was the, They hired him in hired him in January. Fired him in what August? Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking crazy. What the man. fuck? Anthony Henry. Yeah. He, Jake Atlas. Yeah. Like Bronson Reed was literally just the North American, North American champion in yeah. NXT, and they just got rid of everybody. The only thing I can think of is they're gonna sell. They're selling to the mouse. Sell to the mouse. The mouse. Getting that mouse fix. <laughs> what the fuck? Selling it, selling to old Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know. It's bu- it's shitty. It's really shitty, man. And like some of the things that have come out, like they sent like Mickey James, who they fired to, which was yeah. surprising. They well, sent- Mickey James wasn't surprising when that one was the damn iconics. Yeah. yeah. Like what but, the fuck? Like that they. S- they sent Mickey James's stuff in a trash bag. Yeah, disgusting. And then they fire Nick Khan, and then like Vince hired Nick Khan right back. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. This Nick Khan guy, he's definitely a businessman first and a person yeah. second. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because like from what I understand, from what I read, like he doesn't want WWE in the black at all. No, or in the red, excuse me. One hundred percent in the black. If mm-hmm. not, then cuts will be made, no matter what, no yeah. matter who they are. They they don't care. Don't give a fuck. And well, why would you do that if you weren't trying to sell it and maximize profit? Well, what I'm going to say, too, is maybe you wouldn't be in the red if your product wasn't so fucking shit. Straight up. It's why terrible. People, it's why people are looking for alternatives. That's why yeah. AEW is even a thing right now. Yeah, that's why AEW exists. Yeah, because people are looking for alternatives to a product that's been stale for fucking forever. That's why companies like GCW blowing the fuck up. Yeah, it's like, you know, you got a guy like Bray Wyatt... Who has endless fucking potential. He can come up with a character on a dom. Yeah. And make it work. It's like the Wyatt family comes out. It's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the crowd tries to fucking sabotage it. They just start chanting Husky Harris. Yeah. Don't matter. He fucking stays the course and becomes the most over motherfucker in the company. Yeah. And, uh... Bury him. WrestleMania, give him the shittiest match <sighs> even possible with the fucking projected worms on the fucking mat. Disappears... Remember- Comes back with a Mr. Rogers gimmick that nobody thinks is going to work. And then gets it as the most over thing in WWE. Yeah, I remember when they debuted it. I was like, what the fuck is We're this? We're both like, he's done. Like, he's dead. Yeah. That's it. Became the most over motherfucker. And then they immediately put him in a fucking feud he can't fucking win. Yeah. No matter what. Even <sighs> if he does win, he doesn't win. And then they, he, he goes through all these trials and shit and has some pretty big feuds and they just fucking fire him. Yeah. Alexa Bliss got his gimmick. Yeah. Which I know she's not happy about. No. You know, she's bummed about it. I mean, how could you not be? And the fuck... It's not like they're doing it good either. No! Lily. Ugh. Have you... Did you see the shit with Lily standing up on her own? No. And winking? No. Oh, it was bad. 
It's like a, it's like they cut like halfway because like, I don't know if the, what, how they were doing it just didn't fucking work. Yeah. So it's so obviously a cut. Oh, so it's like, <laughs> and it's like all the way up. <laughs> oh, terrible. Ass. 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 So yeah, my theory is they're selling. I can't even think of anything else. I mean, unless like the rumors have been it's been budget cuts. That's what they've been saying. Yes. Uh, I don't understand. That, that don't make though. sense. They got record profit this year. Unless they're just wanting to maximize even more profit. They just sold Peacock. Yeah, and they kind of fucked themselves with that. Yeah, but they made a fuck ton of money on it. Yeah. Fox is paying them a fuck ton. USA's paying them a fuck ton. They're breaking in more money now than they ever have been. Yeah. It's Probably, not budget cuts. No. It's budget cuts because they're trying to fucking make it as uh, streamlined as they can, so when they sell it, they can make even more money out of it. It's it's wild. Um, I hope the best for everybody who sells lost their the, job. Sell it to Ted Turner. <laughs> oh my God! Could you he imagine? Sells his soul He's to like, the I'm devil. back, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ted Turner's back. AEW was a ruse. <laughs> We're combining the both. We're making AEWWE. Oh God! You get the drug, the drug, the money, the raises, the ball. So thank you, people's Mikey. If if y'all like us talking about wrestling, of course we're not gonna do it a bunch. No, but hey, we, if you want to sneak a wrestling question in every once in a while, oh, sneak it on it. in. We yeah. love it. We love wrestling. If you want us to stop talking about wrestling, then you know we're probably not gonna stop talking about it permanently. But we, it's just something we enjoy. Yeah, it's right on par with horror. Oh yeah. So. It, the again, as we mentioned with Bray Wyatt, it gets crossed over a lot. I mean, Fred Trouble's a wrestling fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Help me. Hobo the shotgun. Oh, Jason Eisner. Yeah, he makes Dark Side of the Ring, and he got, and he's made horror films. Yeah, good ones. Yeah, some really good ones. So we got one more question here. Yep, it's from a great username. <laughs> it's JK Bitch. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. I couldn't imagine it pronounced any other way. That's fucking amazing. JK Bitch. <laughs> any plans to do an episode on disturbing animated films <laughs> where the dead go to die? Whew. Give me some Japanese shit that I can't read. Eurotuskidoji <laughs> and Shoujo Subaki are my recommendations. Nailed it. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> also, if you plan on to see any more disturbing Scandinavian movies, then I recommend The Hunters and The Celebration. Neither is scary or gory, but very heavy and depressing to watch. I love some depressing stuff to watch. Yeah, I mean, we'll take recommendations on any fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Um, But we do have animated stuff in mind. A couple versions. Yes. Like some kids, some fucked up kids movies. I know. Again, this is kind of behind the the curtain a bit. Behind the the door. (laughs) Behind the green door. Behind the (laughs) green door. That's a porno. (laughs) Marilyn Chamber. She takes two black dicks at once. Maybe the first DP ever in porn. Don't ask how I know that. Keep going. Why'd you bring that up? Because you said behind the door. You could have went with the movie Behind the Door. I kind of forgot that existed. <laughs> but you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Congratulations. You played yourself. You had yourself on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I know my 70s porn. Let's go. But we have been talking about potentially doing an episode on Jimmy Screamer Claws. Jimmy Screamer Claws, yep. Uh, doing stuff on animated films in general. Kids movies. Yeah, kids movies. Um, Anime. Anime. Shoujo Subaki sounds so familiar. It does, yeah. And I know there was that one, and I don't think it's this, because this was a, a non-existent lost anime. Yeah. That was something Subaki, and it like, translated to go for a punch. 
Wang talked about it. I don't remember. I wanted it to be real, really bad. I I'll have to like look at Shoju Subaki might be Higur. No, that's Higurashi. I have to look into it. I think yeah. I think the one is Midori's other title. Oh okay. But I don't know. I can't remember. Um, and we're definitely gonna cover Midori. Oh yeah, Midori's fucking awesome. I love Midori. We I have not seen it, but I know it is fucked too. Though it's really fucking really good. And also, uh, yeah, more Scandinavian movies. Yeah, recommend us movies oh, yeah. from every country because I'm always curious about discovering new. What Scandinavian movie did we cover? Was it Come and See? Was that Scandinavian? It's that's Russian. So I mm. mean, it's roughly sort of in I'm the area. I'm dumb when it comes to geography. So I mean, Scan Scandinavian is some of the. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry, but JK bitch is like you dumb. I, or some like the more. Northern European countries, mm-hmm. I think. What we covered that is not from Northern European. Oh God, I'm sure there's something. I'm again, yeah. I'm sure there there's stuff we've covered that's Scandinavian, but I don't. I top my head, I don't. Like I said, I failed geography in college. You did. I had to take it like three times. Well, the thing is, I'm like, so bad at it. Well, <laughs> I was the weird kid that studied geography. Mm-hmm. And like wanted to know more about the world. Yeah. Instead of I liked know, history, I just didn't like geography. Well, the things I like studied like flags and shit. I know you did in my my free time for yeah, days, yeah, yeah, I know you which did. Which is stupid. Yeah, but no, it ain't. Eh. It's weird. Eh. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but it's been so long since I've like even like remotely looked at fucking maps of stuff. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna yeah. cover where the dead go to die. We're definitely gonna look into those other films you recommended to us. Oh yeah, we are doing something Scandinavian, are we? Yeah, uh, we're d- we're going to be talking, but probably here in a couple weeks or something like that. We might be talking about a genre of metal, <laughs> yeah, from those countries. So. When it's dark <laughs> and it's cold, the freezing moon will obsess you. <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, that was massive spoiler alert. But I mean, you have to know the genre pretty well to know that, though. Yeah, I mean. The the most I would say they're the most famous band of that genre. Oh yeah, but you still have to know the genre. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we're we're, we're going to be covering yeah. stuff that uh, that kind of takes place in those areas, yep. but not necessarily. Uh, yeah. Well, one would definitely be. Yeah, one definitely. But uh, yeah, thank you, J.K. Bitch, and everybody. <laughs> it's such a great user. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> send us all your recommendations. Send us your questions, questions, comments, and concerns. Can be sent to sick on or s- questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations. Yay! Can be sent to sick on cinema at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at sick on cinema. Yep. We post a lovely little poster reaction for questions and you can just comment away. Yeah. Just comment. Just shove the comments in there. Shove them in there. Just put the comments on there. Just put the comments in there. Just do it. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I need to stop and get some help. Yeah, I know, right? But, uh, yeah. But we're going to take a quick break. This is the first time we've ever done yeah. this. We're going to play a little ad break right in the middle <laughs> yeah. here. I mean, it's not necessarily an ad in the sense that we're actually getting money from an ad. But <laughs> nah, but we don't We don't really even want the money, yo. No. We just want to support some cool people. Oh, yeah. So we're so. playing one in the beginning, one in the middle. And yep. then we're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk killer cocks and pussies. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <laughs> when genitals attack. So we'll be right back here on Sick on Cinema. I'm Poltergeist, and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked and they free. Take a peek, take a key, 12 
12 cabins, 12 vacancies, 12 bodies, mother pray for me, I might go psycho occasionally, one body too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. Lord of the dead, Lord of the dead, you can wake up in the coroner's bed, this is the hour for mourning and dread, drain on the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread, won't protect you on your bed, nothing will from pumpkin head. Not a dream, baby. This ain't Halloween, baby. When I'm on the scene, this is what we call a scream, baby. Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. Welcome back here on Sick On Cinema. Yes. Yeah. Hope you enjoy our little ad break. Well, I went and got some tasty agua. Agua. <laughs> Agua's actually not tasty. It's flavorless. I saw someone say that, like... There's a whole controversy uh, controversy with that uh, what's the rapper uh, what's his name the baby the baby was like before when he said some fucking terrible homophobic let's go let's go get canceled um, <laughs> he said some homophobic fucking shit yeah anyways what was he saying about water he's he, he was like raise your hand if you if you push it tastes like water it's like water don't have a taste it's <laughs> a wild you, shit you dumb motherfucker some wild ass shit right there yeah speaking of pussy yo yep. <laughs> Good segue. Vagina Dentata. <laughs> Vagina Dentata. <laughs> We're talking Genitals Attack. Is that the name of this episode? When Genitals Attack. Is that the name of the episode? Yes. When Genitals Attack? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Let me tell you a little side story before we get into this. Okay. Do you remember when the Animals Attacks series that used to come on TV? Yeah. Like they were like almost, I don't know how to explain it. They were like fucking America's Most Wanted, but <laughs> animals. Yeah. It was just like little clip shows that didn't actually have clips. Sometimes they had real clips, sometimes they didn't. Yeah. Those those scared the shit out of me as a kid. Hey, that just reminded me of something, too. Uh, the band Fluids. Fluids. Oh, my God. Edgy that? Boys, the band. Uh, absolutely. They uploaded a video with one of the songs of this elephant trampling a motherfucker, and it was fucking brutal. <laughs> Elephants are fucking... Elephants will huff, they'll puff, and they'll shit all over you. No, no. <laughs> we cannot make a torso fuck no, reference. I can make a torso fuck. <laughs> fuck me, I'll make a Goodlax reference for Oh, you. no. Well, you already referenced them. Yeah. Or what was the one band that wears, like, the skin suits? <laughs> the skin suits? It's like the, like, the, like... Oh, yeah, the, like, um, zombie-like suits? Yeah. Uh, it was, like, Coated Daver or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Coated Daver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ex- Obscene Extreme. Yeah, I want to go with that one day. Yeah. Before I die, I want to go to the scenic stream. Um, anyways, yeah, when animals when animals attack. No, when genitals attack. I, that's oh, all. Okay. I, that's all I wanted to say about when animals oh, okay. attack. It scared the shit out of me. I thought killer bees were going to end the world. <laughs> I thought that was going to be the apocalypse. Was killer well, bees? That was when the rumors during the pandemic. Killer bees? No, it was not killer. Uh, was it uh, murder hornets? Yeah, murder hornets. Not like killer bees because they're like they've come from Africa, and they have spread west at an alarming rate. Scientists can't even believe how fast they have spread across the United States. And I was like, we're fucked. It's over. <laughs> Killer bees are going to end us. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. God damn it. Nine-year-old me watching TV. It's fucked, boys. We're done. This is it. <laughs> the end is nigh. Killer bees. <laughs> they will end us all. Oh, fucking Killer bees. <laughs> I was more worried about those motherfucking spiders they showed. Fuck spiders. Oh, yeah. I hate spiders. Anywho. <laughs> Sorry. 
We are all over the place this episode. Nah, we always are, I think. Yeah. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. We already done an hour, I think. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, we're talking killer fucking genitals, dude. Yeah. It's a wild topic. It really is. <laughs> Some weird movies, and I love it. Uh, do you want to get into the movies themselves and then break them down, or you just want to get into it? Let's just jump into it. Okay, then we're going to start in two. Oh, what do, you want to, what do you mean by break them down? Like, just talk about what they are. Oh, I mean, it's about uh, movies where genitalia... No, I mean like oh. I mean like what the movies are. Oh well, the, oh, we, we probably should do that. Okay, then it's oh, well. t- <laughs> it's teeth, teeth, bad biology, and welcome home, brother Charles. Which is the oddball yes. in this, but Which we'll get into that when we get into it. So we're gonna start in two thousand and seven. This yeah. was a good year for horror. This was the year I came back into horror. Yeah. Also, I want to say that the first two were made within a year of each other. I know, right? Which crazy? is wild. This was the year I got back into horror. Yeah. This was my return. The return. I had stepped away for many years. As a, you know, as a kid, I grew into cult films, and I didn't really care about horror that much. Yeah. And then I discovered Dead Pit, and I was back. Dead Pit. This was the year I discovered Dead Pit. Yep. So I was here as all this was coming out. A cool line, Dimension Extreme. Not everything. They, actually, the majority of what they put out was bad. But when they put out something cool, it was really fucking cool. It's surreal that Dimension Extreme was a thing. Yeah. Because extreme cinema was being just released by major companies. And it wasn't all extreme. No. Like, there was stuff like uh, Diary of the Dead. Yeah. Zombie Diaries. Yeah. Uh, was it Animaton, Fusion, Rogue, Steel Trap. A bunch of others. Nightmare too. Detective, Mother of Tears, they put mm-hmm. out Mother of Tears, Welcome to the Jungle, Black Sheep. Yeah. They put out some cool fucking movies. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of an opportunity for... Extreme stuff to hit the mainstream a little bit. They put out a movie called Trilicus that I never watched, but I remember the cover. Yeah. Just a girl carrying a big Trilicus dummy with a shotgun. That sounds fucking awesome. I know. It probably wouldn't. That's true. Because that was towards the end of, like, towards the tail end of Dimension Extreme, they were releasing just anything. Oh, God. But during its heyday, like, when Dimension Extreme put something out, you were interested. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. For, like, a mainstream title that you can go to Blockbuster and find. However, some of the times the Blockbuster versions were cut. Yeah. Shitty. <laughs> I do not like cut. The first time I ever saw movies. Inside, it was cut. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was like, what are these people talking about? It's so gory. And then I saw the uncut version. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? This is insane. <laughs> this is obscene. <laughs> Holy shit. But uh, so we're talking Michael Lichtenstein. I think it's how you say his name. Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. Bernstein. Bernstein. There's no stain or stain. Like Stein. It's not Stein. It's Stein. Lichtenstein? Lichtenstein? Lichtenstein. Mandela effect. <laughs> You're just trying to throw me in. <laughs> just trying to shoot horn in the fucking Mandela effect in here. Anyways, this is Teeth. Yes. 2007's Teeth. I remember when this came out. This had a lot of buzz behind it. I remember uh, vaguely a guy on the school bus talking about Teeth. Being like, there's a movie where... Uh, this this girl has v- vagina uh, teeth in her vagina. She got pussy fangs. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I want that to be a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she got pussy fangs. <laughs> and I remember as a kid being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so this is about Dawn. Yes, Dawn O'Keefe. 
Oh, you know her last name? Yeah. That's impressive. I, just I wrote name. it. I didn't even write it. I just remembered her last first name. Oh. Yeah. Dawn, who is a member of one of those abstinent weirdo groups. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing their purity rings and being like, save yourself for marriage. Yeah. She's part of one of those weirdo groups. <laughs> and she has a brother who, I'm just going to say this now. He's fucking Worst terrible. character in the movie. He's fucking shit. Everything about him sucks. He's like the most over-the-top, like, fucking stereotypical version of, like, a bad boy. Yeah. Although there was a little subtle thing in there that I actually did like, hmm. where, uh, this, this episode's gonna be vulgar as fuck, guys, so you just get ready for okay. it. He constantly fucks his girlfriend in the butt, uh-huh. because he don't want to do it in her pussy, because when he was young, hmm. Don's pussy bit him. I thought that was a little subtle little character development I thought was interesting. What? It was in the movie! <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you just fucking laughing at me like I'm some way. kind of weirdo. It's the fucking movie. It ain't me. <laughs> it's just the way you said it. <laughs> what do you mean? Just like, it was just like, this is some great character development. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting little beat. I didn't see coming. I didn't remember that, yeah. honestly. But. but Anyways, he's a fucking asshole. He's a shithead. She's a Puritan. <laughs> Quaker type person. She's a Quaker. <laughs> Quaker oats. Oh, fuck. Eat your oatmeal. Eat your oatmeal. But she uh, meets a guy named Toby. Yes. And like, and we'll get into this more too, but I love the way they did that. Like every time they framed them together, it was yeah. like almost like, you just imagine like, true romance is blossoming in the air. You know, shit like imagine that. Imagine like love songs over. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but however. Except for Toby's a piece of shit. <laughs> we'll get into that. However, uh, every time they get together, it gets a little hot. Mm-hmm. It gets a little steamy. She starts to fantasize about Toby. And she tells herself, no. No. Can't do that. Can't do that. But she can't help it. She gives in. Starts hanging out with Toby again. <laughs> and they start making out. Yep. And she's getting a little hot and heavy. But she says, no. No. But Toby says, yes. Toby's That's what makes Toby a piece of, of shit. fucking shit. <laughs> and he begins to molest her and yep. rape her. Terrible. Terrible. However, biggest mistake of his motherfucking life. Yes, because Dawn has vagina dentata. Dun, dun, dun. And as she begins to um, explore her sexuality and mm. embrace her sexuality, she also begins to embrace the fact that she has a killer vagina. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it escalates. Yeah. It escalates from there. Yep. What did you think about teeth? I thought. I thought it was good. I thought there was some stuff that could have been done better. Some of the character development, I think, could have been a little better. I'll agree. Uh, the brother sucks. He's his. Ugh. I don't know. If it's, I don't want to shit on the performer too much. Yeah, I don't think it's as much of the performer as just the way he was written. Yeah, I agree. Because it's just it's over the top. There's nothing to him. And the dog cage leading to the outside is so ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't like that either. It's ridiculous in a movie where the plot is a girl. Who has uh, vagina teeth? Yeah, which is it's so hard to make something else ridiculous besides that. Yeah. So, yeah, I wrote this in my notes, and maybe this this is a huge oxymoron. I okay. know it, but I really think I really believe this to be the truth about this movie. Okay, it's subtly over the top. Yeah, like everybody is kind of over the top, but not so over the top that it's noticeable. Unlike another movie, we are going to. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, the first time Toby and Don see each other, there's like they do this like zoom, 
Yeah. Where the background gets like more and more out of focus, and the only thing in focus is the two of them. And, like there's like these sparkles in the light. It's just the lighting. It's but, shot very well. Oh, the movie shot beautifully. Yeah. And like just little things like when <laughs> maybe my favorite line in the movie <laughs> when Toby starts to molest yeah. Don. He's losing his fucking mind. He's like, I haven't jerked off since Easter. <laughs> also, I want to say this. I don't know if you got this, but I guess it's just the time period. This movie feels almost like Human Centipede in the sense of the way it was shot. A little bit, yeah. Very much that early 2000s yeah. style of filmmaking for sure. It, um, it, it just kind of like reeks of it. but It is one of those movies too where it's kind of like every dude he, she meets is a piece of shit. Yeah. Because I want to throw this out here. I don't know shit about gyne- gynecology, but I said gynecology. Gynecology. Gynecologist. <laughs> gynecology. Yeah. I don't think they lube their whole hand and shove it up inside them. Am I wrong about this? Let me I, know, ladies. Because I really don't know. But it seemed as though that was not proper. <laughs> I know. Was it, was it the um, mammary exam? Is that what it's called? Yeah. That shit's fucking brutal. Yeah. Props to anyone who can deal with that shit. I couldn't even imagine. But that was the scene in the movie where I was like, if I knew more about this, maybe I'd understand a little better. Yeah. Because I just don't. That <laughs> Is it just, because tr- like, like, clearly we start to learn that her vagina dentata only activate during moments of distress. Yeah. Anger. Fear. Right? And sometimes that will. Well, when she <laughs> lets yeah. herself get into that. Mm-hmm. Um... So is it was did it activate just because she was in a stressful situation that she's not used to? Yeah. Or was the dude being a creeper? I think it was because it was just painful. Possible. But like he takes his glove off. Yeah. Why would you take your glove off? See, I don't know, but I don't know that. And he lubes his whole fucking hand. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you're pretty tight, and like shoving his whole hand up in there, and I'm like, is that what they oh, do? Yeah. Is that that's what they me, do? I don't know. Creepy. You know, if I knew. It would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> the more I think about it, that's kind of creepy. The way he says that. He has a great line in there, though. <laughs> in this room, there are no judgments made. There is one scene with this motherfucker. Oh, that yeah. It's ended really my funny. life. He's on the operating room table after her. Um, the vagina didn't talk. Yeah. S- bites his fucking fingers off. Yeah, it's fucking gnarly. And the doctors, before they put him under, are like, do you want to explain how this happened? He just grabs the anesthesia. Just sucks on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. For the most part, I like the characters in this movie. I mean, like you said. I hate the brother. The brother's but... bad. But I think, like, everybody else in the movie is pretty interesting. Yeah. There is a bit of a shoehorned, sick mother storyline. Yeah. That I did feel was a little, like, eh, you could have tackled that a little better. Instead of just m- mysterious disease mother. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Could have maybe explained it a little, a bit, little more. bit better, yeah. Um, of course, we'll talk about explaining. Oh, God. In another movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I really liked it, man. This was my probably second or third time seeing this film. This is my first. And I, I think it's interesting because it's like, it's like two genres melded together but not done typically. Yeah. Like, because it is kind of a rape revenge film. Yeah. It's it's revenge as the uh, the rape is happening. Yeah, and it's also a coming of age story. Yeah, literally. Yes, you know, because like she's like you know discovering her own sexuality as the film progresses, goes, yeah. and like she's discovering herself, who she is, and who she is, you know, as a sexually active person, 
and beginning to like become confident in that and even weaponizing it, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I do have a question about this movie. Yes. Why does the dude jump into the water after he gets his dick bitten off? I guess he just didn't know what else to do. Just that would be the worst idea. He had crabs, though. <laughs> yeah, dick, crabs yeah eating crabs his dick. eating his dick. <laughs> uh, it reminded me of that. Remind, reminded me of Bully. A little bit, yeah, because crabs <laughs> eat dead bodies, yeah. Yep. They go Which for is, soft meat first. Which makes me wonder about eating crabs sometimes. Delicious. Anytime I eat a crab, I'm like... Delicious sus. <laughs> <laughs> I like crabs though. I'll tell you this. Not man. No, not not uh, genital crabs. <laughs> I did not remember this movie being as gory as it is. It's pretty gory, yeah. Like it's there's not a ton of gore, but when it happens, it's pretty. You brutal. see it. And yeah. I did not remember the fact that you see the mutilated cock spewing blood. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Well, here's the thing. Did you see this on IFC because they played this movie quite a bit? No, I rented it. Okay, I rented the DVD from. Blockbuster, but this was R, mm. not unrated. Okay. At least I remember it being that way. I'm not sure, but I yeah. remember, like, I've seen play this movie quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I remember being like, I can't watch that because, you know, I was a kid. But yeah, the dick, <laughs> the dick nub sputing blood, man. It's brutal. I was like, damn. <laughs> but a lot of these guys fucking deserved it. Oh, yeah, they all do. Yeah, they all do. To an extent. I mean, I guess the one guy's just kind of an asshole. <sighs> yeah. The, the third, second, second victim. Yeah. Second real victim, because the doctor don't count, I don't think. I, I don't know, he seems a bit weird. He's a bit sus. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's just he's just an asshole in the fact he's like, he's like, oh, I told you I could get laid. <laughs> I don't know Making if he deserved bet on someone. It's like, and it's gross and fucked up and mean. Yeah. But did he deserve to have his cock bit off for it? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta put it back on. He did. I did love that, too. Like, <laughs> like these shots keep happening <laughs> yeah. of them, like, laying on the fucking operating table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get their shit put back on. That's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Also, the fucking ending. Is oh yeah, pretty the ending wild. is great. And to the point where I was like, man, I totally watch an episode, uh, a second one. Yeah, like a Miss Forty Five esque film. Yeah, <laughs> about her. Well, th- uh, that that part, but also the brother, mm. which she does. The brother. It's pretty good. And the fucking dog. The dog. <laughs> the yeah. Fuck? No. <laughs> the dog eats his fucking dick. dick yeah. It's like, the only problem I have was, like, the brother is such a generic character that I yeah. didn't, I didn't feel enough one way or the other about him to care. I just thought his character was shit, yeah. but, I mean, his character in the in the film's uh, lore is dead as fuck now. It's true. So, <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> but I don't know. Don does a great job. Toby does a yeah. great job. The dad's really good in the movie. The dad's really good, yeah. Uh, the doctor's interesting as hell. I like him. <laughs> I like the way he delivered his lines. I do, too. Everything's just so, like, like he has these weird pauses. In this room, there is no judgments made. Like he, He's like Jeff Hardy. He, like, just enunciates the wrong line every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more wrestling. Um, who else? Somebody needs to make a wrestling counter. Yeah, right. <laughs> the two friends, they, they might as well not exist. Yeah, they're barely in this. Yeah, but, you know, they're fine. They, yeah. get, the, they get the point across. Oh, yeah. The uh, the boy who's interested in Don is interesting. Cause, like, yeah. Dude, he's sus from the get to the go, though. Yeah. Like, it was weird that she kind of, like, fell for him for a bit, because he straight drugged her. Yeah. Which is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Shouldn't drug you shouldn't do that. No. But she was interested in him better for a minute. Fucked up. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, Teeth, Teeth is a good movie. I like Teeth. Yeah, I think Teeth is very interesting. I would like to see what they would have done with a sequel, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, it's never happened at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Teeth. I like it. Yeah. I think it's an interesting movie. It's a wild concept mm-hmm. that they made somewhat normally, yet over the top as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, like... They easily, it could have been like that Japanese film Killer Pussy, where you see actually the thing like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they didn't. No. They made it work. Yeah. Like, there's always that threat there. You know what I mean? It's almost like kids in a way, where it's like that invisible threat. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. I, I do too. Um, One thing I will say before we move on, because I feel like we are starting to wrap down teeth a little bit. Yeah. Um, there is a scene where a detective is like looking at the dead body of Toby. Yeah. And they find one of the teeth in his cock. Yeah. That just doesn't go anywhere, though. It does not. Like, you're kind of waiting for, like, a police investigation story to start. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's this going to And maybe, like, a chase scene at the end. No. It doesn't go there at all. I mean, I guess it's just a little interesting touch that maybe was supposed to go somewhere and maybe got cut. I feel like it should have just got cut out. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't add anything, you know what I mean? Like, it we know didn't. We know her pussy has teeth. Yeah, we know this. We get it. I mean... The movie's uh, called Teeth. Yes. <laughs> it's not like you're beating around the bush. No. Mm. <laughs> Double entendo. <laughs> so, yeah, Teeth. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's really good. I think it, you should go check it out. I think I liked it more than you did, though. Yeah, you liked it a little bit more than I did. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was good, though. Yes. So, what about a movie about a woman with seven clitorises? Oh, my God. This movie's fucking crazy as fuck. <laughs> the very um, next year, 2008. Frank Cannon Lauder. The god of New York sleaze in my eyes. Abel Ferreira. Mm. I'm going to go with Frank Cannon Lauder. Really? Yes. I mean, I can't disagree, but at the same time, I mean, you got to throw out uh, Abel Ferreira's name in that conversation. For sure. Ferreira's amazing. I don't want to uh, discredit his work at all. But to me, like, Hennelotter not only created New York sleaze, yeah. but did it with completely unique stories yeah. that no one else would have even thought of. <laughs> Yeah, um, man, this movie's fucking crazy. This movie's fucking wild. This was written by a rapper named R.A. the Rugged Man. Oh, okay. Who uh, befriended Frank Hennelotter. So he wrote this. Him and Hennelotter wrote it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this is Bad Biology. Bad Biology uh, is about two people. Jennifer. Jennifer and Bats. Bats. Jennifer was born with seven clitorises, and she opens with that line. That's the opening of the movie. I was born with seven clitorises, seven ovaries, seven... Like, uh, yeah. Like, everything in her sexual uh, organ system, her reproduction system, is sevens. <laughs> yeah, it's all in seven. Um, and <laughs> she is a self-proclaimed nymphomaniac. True nymphomaniac. Yes. The only true nymphomaniac. Yeah. Who... Um, Enjoys to have sex with people. But sometimes gets a little <laughs> overzealous. Yeah. A little. It's probably killed a couple people. It killed more than a few people, I feel like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we see her kill at least three. It's true. <laughs> um, in- including a... S- <laughs> we'll get into it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but... Um, so yeah, she has sex with random strangers because her sexual, oh her sex drive is triple that of a normal person. But she doesn't want to wear protection, uh, have protection. Why? Because her, also her reproductive system is overactive as well. Yeah. So within two hours of having sex, she gives birth and she loves the way the wriggling feels as it Ugh. comes out. 
but she doesn't want the babies because they're mutoided fucking freaks. I keep saying the word mutoided instead of mutated because it's funny. Mutoid. Because mutoid man. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, she gives birth to Toxic Avengers. She does. And the fucking <laughs> cry noise they use for it is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She just leaves them. She dumps them. She just leaves them. Yeah, it's fucked. It's so fucked. She throws fucked. more of the dumpster. It's so fucked up, man. It's, yeah. It's so fucked up. So she's also a photographer. Yeah. Bit she of a, gets a little too uh, a little into too handsy. her. Yeah, a little too handsy <laughs> in her projects. And uh, one day at a shoot at a weird house that her uh, producer scouts, Yeah, she meets a man named Bats. Now, Bats, Bats has got a problem. Bats not his name. Bats is his nickname. Yeah. Um, because he's so weird. Yes. Basically, when Bats was born, as mm. they were cutting his umbilical cord, they fucked up and cut his dick off as well. Damn. That's rough. I'd be like, just just do me in right there. Late term abortion. It's over. Life's <laughs> <Late>. done. <laughs> the latest term abortion. The latest term abortion. Um, so, he, they reattach it, but he <sighs> was never able to achieve an erection or to ejaculate. Until he was 17. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Until he was 17. Yeah. When he got onto the weightlifting team. Yeah. And began to inject steroids into, into his, his dick. dick. And it worked. Yeah. However, his fucking, he did it so often. He did it so often that his, somehow his cock <laughs> created a conscious and a mind of its own and grew to abnormal freak size. And is addicted to drugs. And now is addicted to drugs. <laughs> Frank Catalan, are you crazy motherfucker? <laughs> There's a line where I use it for the opening of the episode. Yeah. I have a drug-addicted dick with a mind of its own. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, she meets him and decides that it's their destiny. To have sex with one another. Yep. I don't even know what to say. I mean, that's the plot, but the movie's more of like a stream of conscious, almost. Yeah. Like, it's almost like just things just happen. It's narrated by... Um, the Jennifer character. Yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> For the most part, anyway, except for when we get the bats, bats and yeah. then we don't get any, of course. It's so off the wall. It's fucking insane, man. Like, Frank Hindelwater made a career out of just making some of the weirdest yeah. movies ever. You said it perfectly. You're like, Frank Hindelwater never made a normal movie. But this might be his craziest. It's up there. I mean, brain damage is pretty fucking wild, too. Look, brain damage is crazy. I love that movie. It doesn't right. have a cock that's on a rampage. No! <laughs> that just keeps busting through walls that you know they just loved because they show that so many, many times. times. <laughs> it's such a wild concept. It's insane. And also, I remember uh, you, you told me something about this movie that was pr- pretty crazy. Um, that Frank Hinnelauder was you know, diagnosed with cancer. Cancer, yeah. yeah. And he was doing radiation treatments before going to set. Yeah. And he's still... And the house they shot at like had no heat and air. Ugh. And it was like dead of winter. Jesus Christ. He fucking powered through and made it. <laughs> One of the craziest movies ever made, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, this film is fucking insane. There's so, like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, she takes pictures of her victims as she's fucking them. Yeah. And killing them and calls it fuck faces. That's like her art piece it's that she's so working funny. on. It's Fuck faces. It, those pictures are disturbing. They're really good, are they not? Yeah, it reminds me of, uh, there's a video by, uh, that one YouTuber, help me. Uh... Damn it. It's called The Nightmare Artist. Some of, like... Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It reminded me of some of his, like, photo work. Yeah. It's like a uh, Russian guy. Yeah. I can't operate his name to say Malavo. Yeah, I can't either. Balskinvinsky or something like that. <laughs> I know his paintings are some of the most metal fucking things ever. <laughs> 
But yeah, like, you know, at one point his <laughs> fucking bats is like searching for fucking drugs for his dick and he's getting like horse tranquilizers oh, and steroids and shit and direct them into well, his it, It's not tranquilizers, it's hormones. Hormones and steroids and yeah. shit. Yeah. Fucking directly into his dick. It's fucking insane. I will say like when you see the dick finally, it's a little underwhelming. Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, you know, it looks fine, I guess. <laughs> it looks fine. It, Gabe Bartolis is an amazing effects artist, yeah. but you can definitely tell that the budget was limited. Oh, yeah. Like, you could tell that, like, he was working on a shoestring budget. <laughs> yeah. Because you've seen what he can do with a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. With, like, Skin Deep. Yeah. And Vasquez 2. And Brain uh, Damage. St. Bernard. St. Bernard. St. Bernard's fucking crazy. So you have to imagine that if for, like, those movies were li- low budget. This had to be so low budget that it was, like, really struggling yeah. to get the effects work done, you know? But they the, they were able to pull it off. Oh, yeah. they they st- It still fucking worked amazing. Yeah. I fucking, <laughs> this movie's just, like, I, you know, I equated it to, like, you know, like, in the 80s, Troma was making movies like Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And Class of Nukem Han, Sergeant Pookie Man, stuff like that. Yeah. Trauma's War. And they were over the top and weird and vulgar, but no more so than other movies of the time, necessarily, yeah. you know? Maybe a little more cheesier. A little more cheesier. But in the 90s, with movies like Terror Farmer and Tromeo and Juliet, fucking yeah. Lloyd went ape shit and was just fucking making some of the wildest, most profane, offensive shit he could. Yeah. This is that for Frank Hennenlauter. <laughs> Frank Hennenlauter, like... Again, as we, as we said, has never made a normal movie. He sure the fuck The closest ain't. thing may be Basket Case. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think so, though. It's not normal. Hell no. It's not a normal horror film. He is like the original. Like, we talk about this all the time with guys like Dustin Mills and James yeah. Bell and Joe Meredith, now Lucky Soretti. Yeah. He's like the OG guy who's like, would not let his budget get in the way of his vision. Yeah. And I think that's fucking amazing. Like, that's so inspiring. N- n- another guy like that, too, I'll throw in the conversation, is Marcus Cook. Marcus Cook, yeah. yeah. He's constantly... Pushing the boundaries. Yeah, what he can do with what budget he has. Yeah. But, like, this is so Frank Hennelauder. It rings a Frank Hennelauder. It's so Frank Hennelauder, but it, it is f- just more vulgar version of Frank oh, Hennelauder. Yeah. It's Frank Hennelauder unleashed. <laughs> yeah, this is without having to deal with, like, MPAA. Yeah. Shit. This is him at his most raw. Yeah. <laughs> And you get some wild shit in here. You get, you get babies thrown in the garbage cans. You, get, you get a a dick that leaves a human body. Goes on a rampage. It goes on a rampage for fucking raping people. The thing about it is, is, like, you know, eventually you find out that, like, if he has sex with somebody, they go into, like, an orgasmic bliss that eventually they just die. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he calls the drug dealer and he's like... This girl's been orgasming for 45 minutes That's straight. That's not normal, man. He's like, I don't know. Here to have a shovel. Pop a cap in her head. I don't know. Just leave my name out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was great. I love oh, him. Oh, he was great, yeah. There's so many memorable lines in it with, like, you know, I was born with seven clitters. Uh, immediately. Fuck faces. Yeah, fuck faces. Fucking my dick. I have a drug-addicted dick with a mind of its own. <laughs> Where's my Jimmy jig? Where's my Jimmy jig? Keep my name out of it. <laughs> There's a scene that's not a line, but it's like I, I fucking couldn't even understand what the fuck I just saw. <laughs> and it's one of the more normal scenes, but it's still fucking weird. <laughs> They're shooting at like this junkyard. And oh there's this guy God. who's like, he's got no hair, no eyebrows. <laughs> weird looking dude. Yeah. And like, of course, Jennifer has sex with him because that's what she does. Yeah. And it lasts for like a few seconds. And when the dude comes, it sounds like a fart. Yeah. It's, he's like... <laughs> And then he just pulls his pants up and leaves, and she's like, "Was it good for you?" And I was like, "That's the what the fuck was that?" 
Yeah, why did he like... Or the dude that she's having sex with who's like just keeps talking about his kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the first guy, too. Oh, you know what this one means? This is the, this is the devil bitch that I fucked. <laughs> this is the devil bitch that stole my heart. Yeah. yeah something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this right here. This right here means I killed somebody the way I'm about to kill your pussy. <laughs> And then he gets fucking killed. That's the thing is, like, her hormones are overactive, just like her sex drive. Yeah. So, like, she, like, falls in and out of love and, like, becomes violent easier than a normal person does. Yeah. And, like, she talks about the fact that she was, like, I've always felt like I was born to have sex with God. Yeah. And shit like that. It's such a fucking another, crazy uh, movie. Another thing, too, is, like, she was, like, also with my reproductive system... When it comes to periods, I, <laughs> my first one, I nearly bled. I had to get a blood transfusion. Yeah, like I bled like one-fifth of my blood or something. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where does this idea come from? R.A. the Rugged Man is in the movie. Yeah. she He's her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Who's like, I don't care about that. You know, I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, he just keeps talking, which I thought was kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And then he sees her vagina. He's like, out. You got to go. You got to get the fuck out. <laughs> Oh my god! But with like Gay Bartholos's effect, Henry Lauder's madness, and just fucking no censorship at all, Henry Lauder created one of the fucking craziest things ever invented. Yeah, I mean this is up there with some of Gay Gay Bartholos's uh, fucking movies in their own right, like Skin Deep and Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard's insane. I know. And it's like you see this movie and and Henry Lauder's other stuff. It's like no wonder Gay Bartholos. Made the movies he did because he worked with Hennelauder so closely oh, yeah. that he was fucking definitely inspired by the madness that is Frank Hennelauder. It's crazy shit. Um, but yeah, Frank Hennelauder, he's he's a madman. He is a madman. And here's what I'll say: like as of right now, this is Hennelauder's last fiction narrative, however you want to say it. Yeah. Because he's from from Bad Biology on, he's pretty much exclusively been working in documentaries. Yeah. And. uh you know, I want to see some of his documentary work. They're actually really interesting. He did uh, Herschel Gordon-Lewis. Oh, that's cool. He did the one on Mike Diana. I think Herschel Gordon-Lewis is kind of the godfather of a lot of this. He really was, yeah. But but if this is the last like horror movie yeah. made by Frank Hennelauder, I think it's actually a pretty serendipitous way for him to go out. Yeah. The- it's almost full circle. Like He started with like a sleazy, mm-hmm. weirdo monster movie that people thought was too much. Yeah. And he ended with a sleazy, weirdo monster movie that was people think it's too much yeah <laughs> you know so it's almost like a perfect circle of for frank hennelotta's career now selfishly i would love for him to keep making horror movies because like but, to me he's the most underrated guy of what i would call the masters of horror you know what I mean? yeah like the famous guys who made multiple great horror movies like carpenter and romero i will say like as you said if this is his last horror film then man what a hell of a swan song <laughs> it really is man he really went out swinging this movie's fucking great. I loved it. and I pe- love that ball. It <laughs> needs a release. It needs a better release. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't really have anything right now, you know. Um, it it was, had the one DVD that came out in 2008, and that's been kind of it. Yeah. I'd love to see somebody pick it up and give it the Superstar treatment, because it was shot on film. Yeah. And you can tell that it's a good-looking movie. Mm-hmm. You know, despite the fact it's super low budget. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody does a great job. The characters are great. The acting's great. Everybody's weird. Oh, yeah. Everybody's There's, memorable. Like, I even remember the neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. Well, the neighbor's also in Basket Case. Yeah, she is. So. <laughs> it's so cool. Fucking great movie. I love it. I've always really liked this movie. 
Frank Hindelauder is a he's an icon. He's a fucking genius, man. And and again, if you've never seen Frank Hindelauder's work, you gotta seek it out. Yeah, what? Watch Basket Case and make your way through it. Yeah. Like, to me, like, if I was to rank Hennelotter's work, probably Basket Case 1. Yeah. Then, like, Brain Damage. Mm-hmm. Then Frankenhooker. Basket Case 2. Bad Biology. And then Basket yeah. Case 3. Yeah. Which, Basket Case 3 is the only Frank Hennelotter movie that I would be like, isn't really good. Yeah. But. Really yeah. good. I want to see his documentaries, too. I want to see his, uh, The Godfather of Gore. Mm-hmm. He has one called Boiled Angels, the work of Mike Diana. Who was a comic artist who made super offensive shit and got put on trial for it? Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, yeah, Frank Hinnelauer, Bad Biology. What a fucking movie! That's insane. That shit insane movie. <laughs> but, but speaking of bad shit insane, we have a, a movie coming up next here. Yep. That honestly, for the first hour, <laughs> more than the first hour. Yeah. Like the first hour ten. The first hour and ten is just a is a black exploitation film. A really good one. A very good one. And then something happens. And takes a twist straight to hell. Straight to hell. Now there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. However, this movie just being in this list You should know what's gonna happen. It's a spoiler. Yeah. If you've ever seen the trailer for the movie, you know what's gonna it's happen. It's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> But let's get into 1975, directed by the absolutely fan-fucking-tastic yeah. Jama Fanaka. Oh, my God. I was looking at stuff, the stuff he did. Oh, my God. Penitentiary. Also, I want to say uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. yes. Penitentiary, MMA, Welcome Home, Brother Charles. Yeah. The dude's a fucking revolutionary filmmaker. Oh, yeah. Of his time. Original Spike Lee, I would say. Yeah, I would say uh, Spike Lee was probably influenced. He walked so Spike Lee could run. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, fucking fantastic filmmaker and important, really important. Yeah, he created and this. Hell, and there's stuff in here that I would say is almost like a reflection of like this, of you know there's a uh, there's like a a couple of scenes in here that are very reminiscent of you know the later you know Gummo. Yeah, for sure. It's like straight up just like filmed like DIY the you know, Gonzo type yeah, stuff. Yeah, the culture of the time. Yeah. Um, but this is 1975's Welcome Home, Brother Charles. You hadn't even said the title, and I was just going off. Well, it's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because how much we love this movie. Oh, it's so good. I have a shirt of this movie. <laughs> yes, you do. This movie is fan-fucking-tastic. So, Welcome Home, Brother Charles tells the story of Charles. Yes. Uh, his name is Charles Murray. He is a drug peddler. Yep. And a criminal. Yes. Who one day, while trying to do some business with a local... Mm-hmm. Pimp, I think he's a pimp. Pimp, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is arrested. Yeah. He's arrested by a very racist. Yeah, racist uh, piece of shit cop. Yeah, who is not happy with the fact that he tried to get away. Yeah. And beats the shit out of him and attempts to castrate him. Yeah. Doesn't succeed. No. Doesn't succeed. No. <laughs> Does not succeed and uh, makes a situation. <laughs> <laughs> but once Charles uh, serves his time, which he serves most of it in solitary confinement. Yeah. Uh, he decides to turn his life around, get on the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. and all is going pretty well. Meets him a woman, yeah, living life day by day, having a good time, struggling to find a job, yeah. which is like some of that social commentary shit that John Mofanaka has in here that's still completely relevant to this day, but we'll get into it's, that. The fact that uh, fucking felons can't fucking get a job even though they're reformed. Yeah, it, it's fucking insane. Like, like I said, we'll get into all that here in a little yeah. bit. Um, until he's watching the news one day. 
and who happens to show up on the news? Mm-hmm. The a, racist piece of shit cop that tried to castrate him. Yep. So then he decides he's going to start exacting his revenge on all the people that cost him his freedom for three years. Retribution. But let's, let's talk about it. Here's the spoiler. All right. Okay. If you do not want to know what happens next. Yeah. Then we thank you for listening to Sick on Cinema, and mm-hmm. we'll see you in two weeks when we cover uh, Alex de Iglesia. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. Alex de Iglesia. Yeah. Alex de la Iglesia. But if you do want to know, we'll give you a few seconds here, and then you join us on this wild ride. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. With All right. A, with absolutely no explanation. Yeah. And what a part of the movie feels like they added in later, honestly. Yeah. He exacts his revenge by somehow, when <laughs> he was in prison, he developed a psychic ability yeah. to extend his cock <laughs> to monstrous lengths. Like... Anaconda. Yeah. Python length. We're talking like fucking 20 feet. Yeah. And he can also control women... Like thoughts and shit. He yeah. he can mind control him. Yeah, he can mind mind control through his penis. And through his penis. Yeah. And he finds the people who wronged him and strangles him with his cock. Like, and I'm not. We're not talking like he takes his cock and str- like strangles him like like you like you would a rope. Yeah. No. No. It grows. It slithers at him like a snake and constricts <laughs> him and fucking chokes him out like a goddamn anaconda. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Again, this movie. Like, it's literally, up until this point, Mm -hmm. is just, you know... A movie about a man trying to... Wronged by the system. Wronged by the system. He might have committed a crime, yes, but didn't deserve the punishment. What the fuck happened to him. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about him trying to live his life, you know, and it's it's a snapshot of the the African-American community at the time, you know, talking about, you know, gangs and drugs and pimps and, you know, living in, you know, lower class... uh, you know, income, housing, yeah. and things like that. You know, we Strug- talk about struggling. The struggling. You know, it's a really good snapshot of life at that time for this community. Yeah, I mean, I would say probably still, still fucking relevant to this day with shit like police brutality. Yeah, and you know, corruption in the uh, the justice system, mm-hmm. treatment of prisoners. Fucking, you know, the fact that when someone gets out of jail, they can't get a damn job because they yeah. have it on the record. You know, that happens at my work all the time. People can't get background checks even if it's something minor. Yeah. Can't get a job there. It's it's crazy shit. Right? Like, all this stuff, all this beautiful social commentary and performed, oh, oh, the performances. Oh, my God. There's some amazing dialogue in here. The lead. Was it something Matano? Miles Matano? Something uh, like that? I the guy who plays Charles. Yeah. Oh, God, he's good. He's so good. He's and fucking like, incredible. One, one of my favorite lines is like, you know, I don't, I don't want to step into, into other people's shit. Mm-hmm. One guy, you know, one, one of the guys he knows says, he's like, "Smell that? It's like you stepped into, into my shit." Mm-hmm. And they start laughing. I yeah. was like, "That's such a oh, fun line." And like you talked about, like the stuff where he's like, he literally just films the community. Yeah, like, legit films the community. Yeah, he kind of puts in like this like documentary shit in there almost. Yeah. And, like, the scene where Charles is talking to his brother mm-hmm. about, like, don't you get into that gang life kind of stuff. You know yeah. I mean? Like, just beautiful black exploitation yeah. filmmaking. Almost not even black exploitation, almost just a straight drama. Yeah. Like, because it's not like, like Dolomite Mm-mm. or Hell Up in Harlem, Black Caesar, Coffee, where yeah. it's like these kind of like action. 
Yeah. You know, urban action films kind of thing. Yeah, this is, for the most part, a drama. Just a straight drama. But then it takes the, the biggest turn. left turn you have ever seen in your fucking life. The, the, if this was a dri- this movie was a driver on the road, they hit a fucking donut in a medium. They fucking kissed their own ass. <laughs> That's how big of a turn this thing makes. Because out of goddamn nowhere, and like I said, I it swear to God, it feels almost like they shot this stuff later. Yeah, because it's like they were like. Uh, maybe this movie's not interesting enough. <laughs> <That's> some shit. <laughs> but it was interesting. It was super interesting. Super interesting. And then it drops this on you. It drops the bomb of all bombs. The, oh the my killer God. cock. The and when you see it, because like, the first kill's off camera. Yeah, you don't know what happens. You're like, oh, he killed him. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know how. It's but weird. he definitely did unzip his pants and like something happened. Hypnotized that woman. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that's weird. That was that was real weird. <laughs> Don't know what that was. Yeah, but and she then. but they kind of play that up where like she's having an affair with a black guy earlier, so maybe she's just really into black guys. You know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of like they do kind of work that into where maybe it's a little bit of a misdirection. No, but oh no 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 no, absolutely not. Because when he starts going hmm, the second time, his dick <laughs> grows, grows, and fucking starts like slithering across the goddamn floor. Yeah. This guy's like, and it fucking wraps around his neck like a goddamn snake and chokes him to death. Yeah. I fucking couldn't believe it the first time I saw this movie. We, uh, we watched this <laughs> together. I remember we watched uh, with... Uh, it was me, you, Doug, and Amanda. Was it Doug? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my None God. None of us could believe it. I think we watched this and uh, several little children in one day. Yeah. We had two bombs dropped on us that two day. Two bombs. It was the... I don't know when it was bigger. You couldn't see either one of them coming, really. <laughs> yeah, no. I couldn't believe it. My fucking jaw was a gape. It had to be on the fucking floor. Yeah. As Moods would say, it blew my goddamn socks off. Blew your shitter out. Blew my fucking shitter out. <laughs> Insane. Here's another, another Mood line. <laughs> oh, my God. I just don't understand. Like, why? Was this originally written for this? I don't know. I would love to have seen the original script. And, like, the lead guy reading it being like, man, this is a beautiful film about our culture. What the fuck? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck did you write in here? What? Killer dick. <laughs> Hang what a minute. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what happened to the fact of me trying to find a job and shit? Like, <laughs> Okay, I'm getting revenge. Th- that's how we're doing it? God damn. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Like, like I said, you just can't see it coming. No. Like, the first time you watch it. It's fucking... Off the wall. It's insanity. <laughs> I don't even understand like how this came to be, to be honest with you. This movie's fucking brilliant though. I fucking love it to death. Yeah. Like, I think it's an amazing film. Because like I said, like the first hour and change is a really good drama. Yeah. About like, you know, like I said, like this neighborhood and yeah. this guy trying to get back into normal life, you know, after, you know, being in prison, you know, trying to get back into society. It's a really yeah. good story about like, a guy trying to accommodate back into the real world. Yeah, b- back into world post prison. Yeah, you just—it just happens to have a fucking snake dick in it. What the fuck? A, a fucking psychic snake dick. Yeah, not only does, is it a snake dick, but it's a psychic snake dick. Psychic snake dick. You can't make this shit up. And it has a great like dramatic ending too that kind of leaves things up in interpretation. Yeah. It just happens to have this 20-minute stretch where shit goes ape. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking amazing film. I don't know if you can still get it through Vinegar Syndrome Pretty or not. Sure. 
you can. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah, and it has MMA on it too, which is also really good. Jump off an Also, pick up penitentiary. Yeah, penitentiary. It's really great good. Well, yeah. They got. They want to stretch a really good black exploitation film. Yeah, I wish they could kind of get back on that a little bit. I love black exploitation films. They kind of been on so a run good. of like shitty eighties movies. Which yeah, I, I love. I love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm there for it. You know what I mean? But I kind of miss like that like exploitation yeah. era of Vinegar Syndrome. But with stuff like this and Sweet Sweetback and Shot. Oh, and Sweet Sweetback's coming out on fucking Criterion, Criterion now, yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. And Shot, yeah, Shot. You know, like all these like exploitation films they're putting out that were so good. But but yeah, um, like I love Rudy Raymore stuff. Yeah, Dolomite. Oh my god. And there's been other stuff we've watched too, and there's stuff I want to watch, like like Coffee. Mm-hmm. Black exploitation is a great genre. Yeah. I love um, it. It's one of my favorites. Jack it, Hill. It just feel like a genre that I feel like people misunderstand. Mm-hmm. Like some people think it's literally like exploitation of black people, but no, no, it's movies made for. I me, mean, honestly, community. the term black exploitation is a bit of an odd term for it. Honestly, well, that was just a, that was the subgenre of everything: Nazi exploitation, yeah, he exploitation, Canadian mm-hmm. Canuck exploitation, mm-hmm. you know, but like. Car exploitation. Like I remember, there's a there's a situation uh, where people were like, we're, we're thinking that these movies were racist. No, definitely not. No, absolutely not. These they were made by the people for the people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like because uh, at the time Hollywood wasn't just bringing in black filmmakers and actors and actresses. T- it wasn't really until a movie like Shaft, yeah, that kind of blew up in the mainstream. That like that became the norm, you know. And that and it's really sad, but. They decided to do it their fucking selves, yeah. DIY, and they made some great fucking movies. And and I think too because like sometimes there is white filmmakers that made black exploitation films, yeah. such as like Jack Hill, yeah. But Jack Hill did it with like Fred Williamson, like yeah. they were partners, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like they did the movies together, <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, um, fucking uh, Pam Greer, they did mm. the films together as a team, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's a genre that I think. People needed to be talking about more. Oh yeah, especially a movie like this and Sweet Sweet Back. Oh, Sweet Sweet Back is so good. And we're gonna do Sweet Sweet Back one day. Oh for yeah. sure. We're gonna do Rudy Raymore stuff. One oh day. yeah, definitely Rudy Raymore as well. I mean, fucking Rudy Raymore just got a remake by fucking Eddie Murphy. Yeah, well, it's it's not a remake. No, it's a movie on the set of Dolomite. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was just a remake of Dolomite. Uh, no, it's called. Uh, My think, name is Dolomite. Yeah. Right? Which I think I think it's almost like uh, you know like the disaster artist, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like that. Instead, it's the making of Dolomite. That's kind of cool. As long as they don't try to shit on Dolomite, Dolomite's good. Yeah, don't shit on Dolomite. Don't it's a really Dolomite. good movie. Dolomite's the shit, son. I love Dolomite, but I think my favorite of Rudy Ray Moore stuff may be Petey Wheat Straw, the Devil's Devil Son-in-Law. Son-in-Law. I fucking love that movie too. It's so good. Yeah, back to Welcome Home, Brother Charles. Just to yeah. kind of wrap it up. It's fucking insane. It. I mean. It's two movies, almost, but two movies that are both equally awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it does still work, you know? Yeah. Because it's not like, we're not sitting here saying, like, the twist is, like, shitty. It doesn't fit, but it's still cool and it still works. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> but, I mean, it makes sense with that, what happens in the movie. They sure. Don't they don't explain it. it at all. There's one scene where a psychiatrist is like, he had a dream in prison that his dick could grow. And that's supposed to explain it away. He, he, he wasn't a dream. Yeah, but that don't explain why he can do he it. He killed motherfuckers. Is it because he was in fucking solitary confinement? He, like, had time to fucking, like, learn this ability? <laughs> How do you just learn this ability? That's that's my thing. I don't know, man. 
I, I don't know. It's wild. But yeah, like, check out this movie. I mean, check out all three of the movies we talked about. Oh, today. yeah, I think all three are really good. And was, My highest recommendation is probably Welcome Home, Brother yeah. Charles. And again, as I said, more black exploitation stuff in general. It's so fucking. Oh, yeah. It's such a good genre. And we're definitely going to get into black exploitation yeah. for sure. I'd, we're going to tackle it all. We're going to tackle black exploitation, sex exploitation, hick exploitation, yeah. Canuck exploitation. Yeah. Satan exploitation. Fucking yeah. nun exploitation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nun exploitation. Car exploitation. Yeah. It all exists. Motorcycle exploitation. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Like uh, psychomania. Psychomania. Yeah. Fucking Hell's Angel 69. <laughs> Satan sadists. Satan sadists. Oh, was it uh, the, the pink something? The pink angels. Pink angels. Yeah. I yeah. see that movie. Looks cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess that's it for the killer, killer pussies and vaginas. Killer. Wait, pussies and dicks. Yeah. 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 Sexy. <laughs> it's not really, but it's all No, I don't know about that. That's kind of sexy, I guess. I don't know about that. Badbology sexy. Throwing babies in a dumpster? That's just the unfortunate side effect of <laughs> being sexy. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I guess the way some... Uh, the dudes that have sex with Jennifer in Bad Biology is not the worst way to go out. Yeah, right. And, like, it is kind of like, you know, that's another thing, too, where it's like, you know, woman in control. Yeah. Which I think that's the interesting thing about Bad Biology mm-hmm. and, and Teeth, both. It's about a woman who is completely comfortable with her sexuality or a girl getting comfortable with her sexuality. Yeah. Not just uh, objects. Yeah, exactly. That some movies would do. Oh, yeah. You know. So I think that's a cool twist on both those films as well, you yeah, know? absolutely. They're both, in a way, kind of feminist, in a way. Yeah. I don't think some people would see that in biology. I mean, I see slasher movies as feminists. For sure, some of them, a yeah. Lot, a lot of them have the final girl. Yeah, they're the badass. Yeah. They're the ones that kicks the killer's asses. Yeah. Kills the Terror Fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, except for Terrifier. Terrifier, <laughs> they says, fuck you. <laughs> fuck everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think that's it. I think yep. we did it. Another one in the books. We've been pretty goddamn consistent, if I do say so myself. Probably the most consistent we've ever been. Ever been. Ever. We fucking just... Just been... Putting hey, that look up. at that. You're freaking me out. I was looking, I was looking at the curtain, bro. <laughs> Making me think something's going to come through that curtain. I'm waiting for that cat to jump through the curtain. This has all just been a clever ploy to fucking finally kill me. This whole podcast has just been a, a setup. <laughs> Set up to get my movie collection. You're like, yeah, keep buying the movies we need for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> some, some fucking bastard comes in here and hits me with a pop. It's Doug. It's Doug. <laughs> I could kick Doug's ass though. So, <laughs> I mean, we both kick Doug's ass. I love Doug. I do too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you everybody who has sent in questions and comments and everything's recommendations. We really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Keep doing that. Sick on cinema at gmail dot com. Follow us on Instagram. Sick on cinema. Mm-hmm. Go pick up a copy of Barf Bunny. Yes. Um, pick up these movies too. Pick up these movies as yeah. well. Go to Cult Collectibles. Yes. Uh, check out his shit, especially the Issei Sagawa films that are coming out. There's an item he has up that if I had the funds, I would buy right now. Yeah. It's a. It's Bud Dwyer. It's the. It's the picture, right? Oh, this hurts somebody. No, not even that one. The the shot. <laughs> It's that, and below it in a frame is one of his campaign cards. That's cool, Zell. It's so cool. Uh, I recently dropped a music video that I edited. Yep. 
Orbix. Yes, I am working on one as well. Orchestrated Anarchy. Mm-hmm. My, what was the name of that song I did? <laughs> uh. My brain ain't working. My brain ain't working either. I think it's, I think it's Orchestrated Anarchy. Maybe it's the yeah, you did, you did Orchestrated Anarchy. What's the name of the album then? It's Systematic Decay. Oh, fucking stupid. It's Systematic Decay is the name of the album. Yeah. Orchestrated Anarchy is edited to uh, 964 Pinocchio. Yes. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, you also did a video edited to Tetsu the Iron Man. Sure the hell did. It's called Milo. Milo, yes. Yes. Yeah. Go check those out. Pretty cool shit. Yep. Uh, I don't think there's any more plugs we need to do. Uh, Jason. Oh yeah, Jason's doing art now. Yes. What is what is his art page? Uh, give me a goddamn minute. I know we follow it. I'm pretty sure. Give me a good goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> give John a minute. As he pulls this up. up, he makes some. J- Jason makes some dope ass paintings. He sure does. Why wouldn't it be at the top? I don't know. Follow latest. One of the coolest things uh, Jason's painted as of recently on his page that we will name here in a second. Son of a goddamn. <laughs> it was uh, Lucio Pulci's zombie. And it looks fucking fantastic. It looks just like it. It does. <laughs> Leatherface. He's done some amazing. He's done some amazing paintings. Can you not find it? I found it. Okay. It's JLS underscore art two four seven twenty four seven. Yeah. JLS underscore art 24-7. Yes. Go yeah. check it out. Some really cool paintings. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at this Leatherface one right now. I'm like, damn. It's so good. He needs to hook a brother up. How much you want to sell that for? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I want to buy that Fulci one. I know, right? <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's selling. I don't think he's selling right now. I, I think he's making his own private collection. Yeah. First. Which is so, awesome. Yes. So, yeah. I think that's everything we need to talk about. Go support independent film. Yeah. 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 Next episode, <laughs> it's going to be Alex de Iglesia. We will be doing... Day of the Beast. Perdita Durango. And Last Circus. Yep. Very excited about this episode. It's going to be a hell of an episode. He is a blind spot in my film fandom, so yes. I'm very excited to finally get a chance to check his shit out. The trailers for these movies seem fucking crazy. Yeah. Perdita Durango... For anyone who's like, oh, you've not really been covering really ex- disturbing shit recently. Pre Durango looks pretty fucking wild. And also, all we're going to be doing is disturbing shit. Oh, don't shit. worry. Um, don't worry, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm not going to announce what we're doing yet, but we're doing some fucked up shit. So oh, yeah. Of course we are. Um, we're we're, we're, we're going to take a bit yeah. to enjoy first. Well, except for Pre Durango. It's going to be a bit rough. Because Pre Durango is based on, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Marco narco satanists. Yeah, the, the narco satanists. Um, the hell's his name? Uh, oh shit! Whatever. The narco satanists. Yeah, it's, it's based. A, it's loosely, loosely based on narco satanists. It's a cult yeah. that was out of Mexico that did some fucked up shit. The fucked up shit. So yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Nobody's actually saying that about us. What? That, you're not covering really disturbing shit. Well, I mean, I don't think they're saying that. No, but I'm just playing around. I'm just being an asshole. I'm just filling up time. But yeah, we're going to be doing some really heavy shit, so. It's three o'clock in the morning. Is it? <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's next. Alex Day Glacier. I'm pretty damn excited about that. Yeah. I think this has been a fun one. We mm-hmm. appreciate you guys always. You all are the fucking shit. 
thank you so much for listening. We got the coolest listener base ever. I I'm gonna say it right now. We got the coolest listener base ever. We just get messages on Instagram and it's just cool people asking us cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. We're just telling us shit. Oh yeah. It's like, hey, have you heard of this? Like, nah, it sounds awesome. <laughs> um but yeah, I thank thank you guys so much. And for... you never hesitate. Like if you got a question, oh, yeah. it don't have to be a question for the podcast. You just like send us a message, be like, Hey, would you do this movie? And yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Or just want to talk about movies. Yeah, just, we'll, we'll talk. We'll just talk about movies. We both have an Instagram page. Yeah, you'll never know who you're talking to. It's a mystery. I mean, I mean, sometimes I think we distinguish who's who. You might. Oh, well. I'm a man of mystery. <laughs> Except for man I posted myself on the Instagram page. You did. It's for my barbonio. So yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna take a picture of myself anytime soon because I'm an ugly fuck. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I am John. And I am Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, Sick on, on cinema. 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 Can we bear this cross? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>